Welcome. This is the Arcology Lone Star Actual Play Podcast. I'm Vox. Today, the task force moves into a new base of operations and acquires a new member. It's been about a month since the debacle at the Lone Star HQ, which quite a few officers were shot and killed, uh, one of which one member of your party was very nearly one of them, or two of them, actually. Well, yeah, you were all pretty much in danger. Yeah. You've had about a month off since then. They actually shut down the building, and the special investigators are sent there, including some uh, federal investigators from the CAS, and they haven't opened the place back up. Yeah, but your stock options are looking really great right now. <laughs> Nobody's been officially reassigned, uh, and there's not a huge amount of direction as to what you're supposed to be doing either. Um, you're still getting your paychecks, which is nice. Thank God. Uh, you've uh, been to a lot of funerals, and uh, yeah, generally, uh, uh, you've been. Uh, some of you, those, those of you with cyberware, have been have actually probably spent a good, about a good week's time in uh, various tests, and uh, they didn't go so far as to call it quarantine, but you've been checked over pretty thoroughly. Lots of blood work. And by those of us with cyberware, I'm guessing that's me. Yeah, not just you. Yeah, not just you. Not uh, just you. <laughs> yeah, fortunately for um, Bobby Joe, he's uh wasn't actually physically present at the location. Oh, Billy Joe, <clears throat> he wasn't actually uh, physically present at most of the locations where things went down. But you were still pretty thoroughly tested, and you're not really getting any answers from corporate or from the government. Uh, but yeah, the building is still officially shut down. And they haven't uh, directed us to any kind of sub-office to temporarily work out of until our current building is back to active? Uh, not really. There hasn't been a lot of communication. It's almost like you're sort of Black being suspended, but you're not actually officially suspended. Sounds like we've been burned. Yeah, yeah, I'm still really. getting paid. Yeah, still getting a paycheck. It's all good. Right up until the point where it's lights out. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, I'm going to take that month to repair my drone. I'm going to trick out all my guns. All right, and how are the rest of you using this uh, downtime? I'm going to go get myself a superhero costume, and I'm going to go prowl the street. Nah, forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that I've probably been spending a lot of time seeing my buddy Toshi at the Benraku parlor, making connections. <laughs> so that's what they're calling it now. Right. <laughs> Tony's been getting lucky every night. Congratulations. I'm going to be uh, spending time uh, attending funerals, meeting up with, uh, with uh, officers' families, and uh, doing what I can to, uh, to help uh, keep, the, uh, keep the department's morale up, and uh, also plotting uh, what I'll be doing to try to uh, take down whoever did this to us, the bastards. That sounds pretty good with me, too, except I'll also add I'll probably just spend more time with my family. Specifically, my daughter, who I don't get a chance to see very often, right, and, and probably find her ex-wife. And with the uh, somewhat of a rather public downturn for Lone Star, um, you know, violent crime in the city has escalated quite a bit. Uh, open gang warfare spilling into uh, a little bit more ritzy areas. If anything comes day. near my pad, I'm gonna take care of it. Yeah, we have to psych that new gun in somehow. Uh, right? Every day there's a new story of a different, uh, you know, attack on apartment building or a storefront uh, somewhere where uh, you know, it's normally considered A or double A level security. Whoa. 
but not spilling over into like lower security or is have we seen an upshot there too oh yeah that's just not reported as much in the news of course not anyway i'm gonna uh you know with these reports getting out there um and with all my downtime that i've got on my hands i'm gonna you know spend some time actually like shopping the stores in my neighborhood and dropping you know my name and that i am with the force and if you have any problems let me know i'm kind of itching for a fight but i don't say as much okay actually pretty often too um what's left behind a lot of different locations that have been vandalized or assaulted or robbed is a uh, symbol that's spray painted on the wall it looks a bit like an anarchy symbol except for the uh, sort of background circle of the anarchy symbol is filled in with a different darker color. Once I see it, um, if I see it in my neighborhood, I am going to send it to the team just with a, you know, hey, anybody seen this or recognize it? Maddie would blame elves. Elves? You know, the ancients use a anarchy-like symbol. Ah. Uh. But it's not the same as this one, is it? Yeah, it's pretty close. So what's the uh, what's the conventional wisdom on the street of uh, what's going down? Is it just a gang expansion and the lack of police presence, or something different, like before, where you know guys have guns all of a sudden? Uh, most of the people you talk to don't really seem to know quite what's going on. Things are definitely more violent and chaotic than normal. It's starting to make even the underworld business um, a lot less uh, reliable than. Normal. Why am I suddenly yeah. reminded of RoboCop? Maybe because you are? No, 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 that's silly. That would be sweet. <laughs> Unfortunately, I couldn't find the, you know, that particular option in character gen. <laughs> you can come pretty close. <laughs> I'd like to I see guess it. I can. Well, Tony's been uh, hanging out with his friends on the streets and getting lucky. All right. Yeah, he's been getting rather... Uh... Gradually more frequent calls from uh, family members. Most of them are looking for information. It seems that the uh, local mafia isn't particularly in the know on the crazy stuff that's going on either, and they're not particularly happy about it. That's right, the balance is being upset. I tell him, cross my heart and on my mother's grave, which she isn't dead yet, but... <laughs> uh, well, she's got one already at the, you know, at the cemetery. She's just not in it yet. Um, you know, it's a family plot. And well, my mother's empty that grave. kind of plot, but just an empty grave. That uh, I really don't know anything about it. All right. It's like my mother's grave. There's nothing in it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the better part of a month goes by, and let's see, that puts us into... December. Yep, into December, which is still pretty warm out, I think, in Texas. Specifically, one month would be... I believe the, f let's see, it was the 4th of November before. This, is, this attack happened on the 4th or 5th of November. Yeah, so four, month, four weeks out would be December 2nd. It's a Sunday. Okay, so Sunday, December 2nd. What are y'all doing? I'm kicking out a house guest. A house guest? Yeah, I haven't had a chance to write the story yet. Okay. Care to elaborate? Nope. Okay. Because <laughs> I haven't written the story yet. <laughs> Coffee's done. Uh, just a minute. I'll be right back. Hmm. We never did get to the bottom of the uh, the whole people behind the uh, the previous attack that kind of got us all together, have we? Nope. Same group, well, I think. Well, it's all about 
massive amounts of heavy weapons being distributed amongst uh, all the gangs. Which has so probably thinking, made them... Go ahead. Well, I was thinking, who's going to benefit from all these heavy weapons being on the street and more streets more chaotic? And it's going to make uh, the star look bad. So who's that going to benefit? K.E.? That's true. Well, well also, the, uh, the weapons were dosed with that uh, uh, nanoplague, so it's going to cause problems as well. Whoever's doing it isn't just causing chaos. They're, they're sowing the seeds of a plague. Well, yeah, that too. But Maybe. still, that makes you know the star look bad or even worse because we haven't figured it out. We haven't stopped it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the if conspiracy theorist doesn't have a cure for it. That means when they come in, they'll have to deal with a, uh, a plague that's unstoppable so far. You know, I feel like some of my street contacts have led me to believe that this is another beginning to the next war of northern aggression. Just throwing that out there. No, no, no. Aslan, all the way. Yeah, refresh my memory here. Oh, sorry, Tony, you've been trying to talk. Go ahead. He's talking, but nobody's hearing him. I just see the light going on. Who'd you guys know that would weaponize blood? It always comes down to the Aziz, doesn't it? It could have been the, the, the blood itself or the, the things that are in the blood. You know, the crazy nanite things. Someone refresh my memory. Where did the connection between us investigating the heavy weapons and us following that guy from HQ back to his apartment where they were dissecting a, a missile? Was so there a connection there? there? Yes, we, we got the missile from the gang battle. Okay. We okay. discovered inside it there was blood, and I saw a vision of somebody intentionally you know, putting the blood into the missile. So that then missile was we, one we took yep, we from the gangers. To, yep, we sent it to our weapons expert to inspect it. He inspected it, but apparently without appropriate uh, precautions against bloodborne invasive illnesses, and was infected. It then metastasized into some sort of cell that uh, ended up killing all sorts of folks and infecting folks in his apartment. I had forgotten that was the origination of the missile. Yeah, I just picked it up on the street as I was driving by. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And presumably, it, they were setting it up to explode again to infect a, a large area of people, which might mean that uh, there is still a plot going on to set off an explosive uh, filled with blood, unless it happened somewhere in the last month. Well, what's been the nature of this increased violence? Any, uh, any you know, common threads among them, among the attacks? Yeah, they've all been receiving, uh, receiving new weapons and uh, ammunition and stuff, supplies from out of, out of town. No, I'm, no I'm in, since HQ went down. All this stuff when we haven't, we've just been get, collecting a paycheck, we haven't been on the job. Have there been any common threads among these attacks? You said random violence, but yeah, they, is it random? Yeah, they seemed much like random violence, except for there's a lot of it going on, and then there, there's this symbol that's popping up all over the place. Um, so again, things like um, apartment buildings are assaulted, people are kidnapped and beaten, raped, um, places are being vandalized, robbed, people being shot, uh, and basically just essentially gangers going wild. Okay. But all kinds of different gangs, and most of them, you know, fairly previously fairly small time, but again with um, you know uh, more powerful weapons and equipment than they would normally have. 
Like, for most of the gangers of this type, having a having a pistol would be a big deal. But it seems like the least of the weapons they're carrying are submachine guns and machine pistols. Can we make the assumption that all of this increased activity is tied to weapons or hardware that's been tainted with CFD? You can assume anything you want. Yeah. yeah nobody's actually done any research into CFD or anything since uh, this has gone on, for at least that I can remember. What's CFD? I mean, like, I know what it is outside a game, but in-game, I'm not sure whether or not we've all been briefed on the details of what that is and its transmission, have we? It doesn't sound like we have. So, okay. yeah, Nina really. doesn't know anything about it. It's it's kind of been all over the news worldwide, but not many people know much of anything about it or seem to understand it. So, what has been in the news? Just, How's it been uh, described? People acting strangely, not like themselves... Uh, possibly uh, some sort of virus they get through the Matrix, or uh, nanotechnology is being affected. People with cyberware seem to be more susceptible than those who do not. So there have been there would be reasons that we could grasp at, seeing as how we've been quarantined and that sort of thing, as to, you know, maybe this has something to do with what's going on. Maybe. The whole cyberware thing. People acting oddly. You can uh, draw whatever conclusions you choose. Is it safe to assume that by this point we would know what CFD is, or at least have an understanding that there's something out there that's causing this? Or are um, we just sort of. Sort of think like think like AIDS in the mid '80s. Okay. Probably a lot of disinformation running around out there. People spouting off about this, that, and the other. You know, the government's really not saying anything. The higher ups aren't saying anything because, well, they don't know, and everyone else is just filling in the blanks on their own. Only people with cyberware get CFD. Right. So it's caused by technomancers and you can catch it from using dirty trodes. Gotcha. <laughs> or using the can. As long as you don't lick the toilet seats, you're okay. <laughs> That's what they say. I know the truth. I'll just keep double-checking my soy burgers for spit. Looks like spit to you? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yes, Officer Garrett, I need a liter of cola. <laughs> okay, I had to get one Super Trooper reference in so at some point. <laughs> nah, I don't go out to eat anymore. I just, you know, super fry all my stuff at home to, like, well over, close to burned, just to be safe. Alright, so it's about 5pm on Sunday, December 2nd, and uh, Tony gets a phone call. I answer it. It's from a number that you don't recognize. Hello. Mr. Chavez? Yes. Uh, this is Agent Barstow with the uh, uh, special agent for the uh, CES. Oh, crap, I forget what their FBI version of the FBI is. Anybody remember? Nope. Nope. Let's just call it CBI for now. Confederate Bureau of Investigation. Sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is Agent Barstow with the CBI. How are you doing this evening? I was doing pretty well. How can I help you, Agent Barstow? Uh, I'd like for you to assemble your team and... Uh, come and meet me for a discussion on uh, current events. Okay. Tell me where and when. All right. He gives you an address at the uh, uh, building across the street from the Capitol building. He has an office there. I point, uh, I send the address and the time and the uh, attendance required option, if I remember how that works, over the the VPN to everybody. Simple text of OK comes back from Nina. Sure. All right. Are you all heading down there? How much time yeah, do we have? 
need to really specify a time, so we could probably send the demand immediately. Okie dokie. I'm right in the middle of a cold one, so I'll be there as soon as I can. But it's not like me to let a cold one get warm. <laughs> Just bring it along. You got autopilot. <laughs> yeah. Who am I, what's going to happen? Am I going to write myself a ticket? Right. Uh, this is just a, a uh, using it for cover. Yeah, it's your, uh, <laughs> it's just a prop. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Don't blow my cover, man. Same team, Farva. Same team. Sweet. Two references. Nice. I think I need to start a super trooper count. How many references I can get right in there? I'll start right meow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cold one. It's a liter of cola. No, it's a large gear. Uh, Cliff to uh, edit in a ding sound every time you do one, right? See, we wouldn't we wouldn't recognize them though because we've never seen it. Oh, it's but one for of the our best. listeners, some of them might recognize them. <laughs> All right, I make my way over there. Um, probably the 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 sweat has cooled by now, but uh, I keep my distance because I'm kind of stinky right now. I'll meet up with everyone. Likewise. All right. Yeah. There's official. There's an official uh, CAS. Um, office building, uh, various different government agencies have offices there, including the CBI. And yeah, it turns out they have about basically one floor of the office building. Mm-hmm. Go to the meeting. I got there first because I drive fastest. <laughs> Ready? I, uh... Yeah, we'll show up as soon as it is fashionably reasonable. <laughs> I get there, head to the place, do the thing. Okay. There's a uh, essentially a receptionist office. A uh, man behind the counter looks up as you walk in. Ah, oh, Mr. Chavez and party. Uh, have a seat. Agent Barstow and his partner are expecting you. And a good half hour goes by. They're expecting you to wait. I'll just pull out my link and start playing Candy Crush, you know, 45. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm busy stretching. Like, I look like a hurdler, just, you know, ready to start my run or something. Yeah, there's really not much going on here. It seems pretty quiet. And after about 35 minutes, a uh, man in a suit comes walking out and uh, speaks to the receptionist in a hushed voice. The person gestures in your direction, and the uh, man in the suit walks forward. Uh, Officer Chavez and company. So pleased you could come down on such short notice. Uh, Come with me. How can we help you, Agent Barstow? Yeah, walks over to the door, holds it open for you all. I go, I go in. in. This looked like one of those secured doors where we're going to be locked in. Uh, no, it looks like a nice, fancy-looking door made of actual wood. Okay. I guess so in other words, security's probably tight here, in other words. Yeah, there's a hallway with doors on either side that go down for a while. There's a, um, a rather short, slim woman with uh, very, very straight blonde hair uh, not too far in along the hallway who uh, gestures for you to enter one of the nearby rooms. It looks like it's a uh, conference room. A uh, really nice wooden table, comfy chairs, a good view of the Capitol building outside. Hey, Cliff, by the way, get a quick check on that. For the looks like the C, uh, for the CAS, the quote-unquote federal government, would probably be the Department of Domestic Investigations, DDI. All right. Just for future so, reference. Redcon DDI building, or DDI <laughs> office floor. And uh, Barstow follows you all in and says, oh, meet my partner, Agent Williams. Oh, yeah, I'm Agent Barstow. I believe we spoke on the, on the comms. Have a seat. We'd like to have a discussion with you and your group. Yeah, I'm not on their payroll, so I'm going to stand. 
Yeah, I make my way to the back of the room and uh, do the same. <laughs> I make sure all my drones are ready to go, just in case. I give the chair and put my feet up. I give the chair a suspicious <laughs> glance, but uh, but sit down in it warily. No vending machines in here, right? Or if they are, they chain down. There are no vending machines. There is a mini bar. Mini bar? Booze, you say? Mini bar? No one offers you a drink. That's all right. I'll pour my own. <laughs> Classy. Uh, awesome. I, I wave and say, you know, to signal to get me a drink too. <laughs> oh yes, scotch, single malt, neat. Yes, well, help yourselves. Already doing that. Yeah. Uh, I realize that as agents of a private security company, you're not as vested in the public safety as uh, government organizations such as ours are. But I'm not sure if you've noticed since the um, headquarters of your uh, mercenary corporation were assaulted that uh, violence has increased considerably. I've been uh, led to understand that you and your team were previously investigating the source of this violence. I look at LT because I'm not saying anything. Oh, everybody else knows. They might as well know. Uh, that's, yes, Agent Barstow. Good. Well, I'd appreciate if you would submit all uh, files in your investigation over to me. We'll be taking over the investigation. Uh, it seems that, that. Uh, your corporation's contract uh, for security in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex is most likely to be exp- uh, most likely to not be renewed when it expires. Of course, that should be rather obvious to you, I suppose. I'll be uh, sure to uh, submit your request uh, to the appropriate superior, Agent Barstow. And oh, once it was not once... a request. It was a uh, demand. I'll submit your demand to the appropriate authorities, Agent Barstow. You will submit to my demands immediately, sir, unless you would like to be arrested for obstructing justice. Actually, sir, it's not obstructing justice. I think what the lieutenant here is doing is uh, observing proper protocol. I do seem to think that any type of uh, uh, cross-agency cooperation needs to be submitted through our superiors. And, well, as seeing as how, well, ours haven't been contacted, well, we're going to have to find out who our superiors are before a formal request of assistance can be filed. I say with a grin and a pretty much... Do something, I dare you look. Yes, well, that would be easier if your superiors hadn't been slaughtered in the recent assault on your corporate HQ. Yeah, that just happens to us mercenaries quite a bit. Well, there's got to be a chain of command. They could try a sans. I have a quick question. The MAD scanners that we have built into our comms, those scan for cyber, don't they? I think you've got cyberware scanners as well. Okay, yeah, I'm going to scan this guy to see if he's got any cyber and his partner as well. Okay, um, give me a, I'll call it a electronic warfare plus logic roll. I'm okay. not sure if that's the right thing, but I'll make it up. Uh, give me a second. There should be more excuse gotta... to use electronic warfare anyway. Yeah, Let's <laughs> see if, I think I've got that skill. That's good. <laughs> I do have it. Electronic warfare plus what? Logic? Yep. All right, rolling nine dice. Got one, two, three hits. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're detecting some cyberware. Uh, looks like a, um, a personal communications cyberware, so things like comlinks and data jacks and whatnot. Um, look like they're geared up for combat. <laughs> I just look at them and shake my head. I said, 
Fed boy, if you're seriously about taking this case on, you ain't going to last long. Was that a threat? No, that is not a threat. That is a statement of the obvious. At which point, uh, detective, or not detective, uh, um, Agent Williams speaks up, sort of puts her hand on her uh, partner's shoulder and, and uh, um, sort of gives him a look. Says, uh, perhaps we've gotten off on the wrong foot. Uh, Agent Barstow can be uh, rather uh, forthright. I'm going to send a message to the rest of the team here. Oh, my God. They're totally good cop, bad cop in us. I can't <laughs> believe this, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Well, gee, I'm on a phone for that if I had just gotten out of the academy. Oh, wait. No, I wouldn't have even then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play cool. Play cool. Listen, the, um, the uh, status of Lone Star has um, uh, the, the, secure, the public security contract for the Dallas-Fort Worth area is... It, the contract is still live and will likely be con- continuing until it, until it expires. And may possibly re- be renewed if if you and your team can you know, demonstrate that the the value of the investigations of your organization. We just simply haven't seen anything moving forward lately from Lone Star, except for putting out the various brush fires that have come up, you know, in, in recent times. We'd like to seek your assistance in helping get to the bottom of this uh, difficult situation. Well. There's no one more interested than ourselves in uncovering who ever murdered some of our fellow co-workers. Now, obviously, I'm very motivated to cooperate with you, but I would need some authorization from some of my superiors to cooperate in some sort of a joint investigation or sharing of resources. Uh, We'd like to cut through the red tape and keep things as off the books as possible. That sounds Tell like me, they're setting this up. Are you familiar with CFD? Those are three letters of the alphabet, like CBI. Isn't that some old bureaucratic something or other from last century? Uh, commonly referred to as head crash by the media? I've heard of that. It's been described by some as a disease. Uh, it's really an invasion of hostile nanites with some sort of artificial intelligence behind them. It rewrites... Uh, people's personalities essentially using their biological hardware as a computer host. It also affects drones. Once someone's been infected, they can expect to experience considerable personality change over the course of the next few months. You seem to know a lot about this. Um, Well, obviously, having... um, so many people uh, murdered in the HQ, sacrificing their lives for the safety of the citizens of Dallas-Fort Worth. Um, that has hampered our investigation and limited it. Uh, since you've shared a little bit, uh, I can tell you that uh, we don't really have any evidence, but I believe uh, we can safely say that this has been deliberately introduced and spread. You know, what's happening here does seem to be somewhat consistent with CFD, with the possible exception that it's never been recorded to take effect so quickly. Speaking of so quickly, so I mentioned that it can affect drones. Well, it affected my steel links within a matter of minutes. That's how fast we are talking when we say quickly. At which point Agent Barstow sort of um, speaks up and says, well, 
Do you have any recordings of that particular event? event? Oh, absolutely. Good. Make sure you don't misplace them. No, I'd be happy to share them with you. Just as soon as we get, uh, uh, you know, submittal uh, in triplicate, and uh, yeah. I'm going to fire LT off a quick text on the sly and basically say, you realize that these guys are probably going to try to uh, use this as cat's paws. We go out, take all the risks, they're going to swoop in to take the credit. But they do give us an opportunity to, to uh, move around and maybe find out what's going on. What do you, so what do you say, Lieutenant? you want to work with these guys or what? Garrett, that's exactly what we're doing for Lone Star. I'll shoot a, uh, sub-vocal mic, uh, a sub-vocal message to the rest of the team saying, Hey, we need some financing. We need equipment and stuff. Well, you haven't really been cut off from your uh, account, expenses account, and you're still, still getting paychecks. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the feds don't well know that. Well, you said you were saying it sub-vocally to the team, you know. Yeah. So, uh, agents, uh, Barstow Williams, what is it exactly that uh, you think we can do for you? Well, we would like to hear your first-hand testimony. It seems you've, you've been the boots on the ground for uh, much of these occurrences. I'd like to know what you've seen, get your observations. And we hope to get a handle on what is causing this and possibly determine if there is a source that can be eliminated. And that way, you might have a chance to serve your country as well as your company. All right, looky right here. Let's get something straight. I can't speak for the rest of my team. I served the CAS and Army for many years on the Aslan border. So if you want to start flying the flag around and everything, talking to me like I'm some sort of scumbag that sold out, you just you just shut your trap on that stuff. I'm going to shut it for you. Read. And Agent Barstow sort of speaks up as well. Yes, you've taken all that uh, uh, nationally funded training and turned it into an asset for a corporation, which my Williams speaks up and says, no, no, this is irrelevant to our discussion. Yeah, Chip. We'll, uh, it's a little irrelevant discussion. I'll be happy to talk to you about it later. Okay. Um, I don't think we're necessarily going to further this point. Uh, Agents uh, Barston Williams, you've made your uh, request and situation very clear. Uh, I will need, I must uh, pass this request on, uh, and I assume uh, it's very straightforward to get back in touch with you. And uh, I hope that uh, that we get a positive response because I and my team, uh, of course, would uh, love to cooperate in protecting and serving uh, the people of Dallas-Fort Worth. Of course, that's what we're here for. Yeah, at which point Agent Barstow sort of sneers and says, yeah, you just go ahead and hide behind your corporation. We'll, we'll go ahead and uh, submit all the legal documents wait for everything to come through. In the meantime, the whole Fragon City burns. Thanks a lot. I knew they'd be useless. Have a nice day. Thank you very much. And I get up and walk out of the room. Follow an LT. I'll follow him. I'm going to take my cocktail glass with me. <laughs> Agent Williams approaches uh, Detective Holmes and sort of uh, slides her card into his pocket as he's leaving. Well, these are... I assume they are. These are members of uh, a public agency. We can probably track them down. I'm not leaving until Garrett does. Was that a lady Aww. agent or a guy agent? Lady. 
Yeah, she was the the, the good cop. Quote unquote. <laughs> As we, I uh, head out the door, I'm gonna take a look at Barstow and kind of give him one of those uh handgun things and go <laughs> with a wink and walk out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll flash them both a winning smile and <laughs> out the door. So once Easy we get text. outside and on our merry way back, uh is that her business card, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. It's an actual printed business card. Yep, an actual printed business card. Uh, no, no lipstick, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I guess okay. I was the least dickish of us, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, team. Um, I am going to go ahead and send this request and report this meeting uh, up the chain. Uh, I want to know what you all want to do. I just want to get back to work. Same here. Yeah, I want to yeah, find so, the fraggers so. that are behind all this. We need to do what we can to make sure that the star keeps the contract here. And I think if we can get their uh, budget appropriations to help us further that fact and save the uh, bottom line with Lone Star would probably be a win-win. Yeah, I agree, although I don't trust the fact that they're willing to use our chain of command against us and then uh, fly us over the coals for it in the end. Are you kidding? They're probably going to try to use us. Either try to hog the glory or, the, or we're going to take the brunt of all this and they swoop in at the end. It's typical. They can't handle themselves. But I don't give a dreck about the glory. I want to see this all come to an end, but seriously, I mean, I don't understand how these guys can operate, you know, talking about how they're going to, you know, basically ridiculing us for using our chain of command. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just don't understand the feds. I don't know. Reverse psychology. They're trying to get under our skin, trying to provoke us in some way. Just let it slide. We do our job. Let them try to do theirs. Okay, what's the form I'm supposed to put this request through for cooperation with another uh, uh, state agency? 22D. 22D? Yeah. But the title says, oh, oh, they totally used the wrong meaning of that word. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, disregard the title. It's 22D. Okay, uh, I file a 22D and send that request off up the chain. All right, you receive an automated now. receipt of your uh, that your paperwork has been filed. Excellent. It's about six or six thirty in the evening on a Sunday. Then, uh, what are y'all doing? Well, I've got no lab to go back to. So, how much of our how much of our data investigation have we have we kind of cataloged? Can we assume that everything that we've we've kind of come across up to date is all part of our digital file? Uh, sure, I think between the team you probably have everything uh, logged on one com link or another. Okay, who feels like having dinner with some uh, Confederate agents? Depends on who's <laughs> buying. Well, if they want our cooperation, they ought to buy us dinner. Did anybody get their numbers? Yeah. Up to the plug just grin. Oh. I think she likes me. All right. Tell her it's like uh, whatever you call it when it's a more than double blind date. I'll uh, look at all of our collective uh, schedules and I will schedule a time with the agent. And just, it's a time and a place at a very nice restaurant. Okay. Yeah, you get a response back. Um, uh, when are you scheduling it for? Give me time. I need to clean up. Oh, I would say this would be like the next couple of days, not immediately. You know, let them okay. sweat for a couple of days. Sure. So you've got a, uh, I guess, a dinner date on Tuesday. 
And so, you know, I'll relay that back to the team once we kind of get our confirmation. Excellent. I hope you all have something nice to wear. Yeah, probably somewhere. Maybe stuffed in a drawer somewhere. I don't know. We just got paid. Maybe we I need just to actually paid, buy a suit. Yeah, spend all my money on my guns. Spend all my money on my guns. Bring well, something well, if you have to. Nina, I might have some clothes that fit you in my closets. Eh, I probably got something. They're not mine. They get left behind. That's, that's, that's classy, LT. Thanks for the offer. They're all negligees? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, not about fancy dinners and fancy-ass clothes. I, 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 need to get, I need to work off some energy. Um, there's no damn range. Each I is closed up. I get the eyebrow raise. Cool it. I just had a very unpleasant health guest leave. You got trouble with someone, sis? You need nah. Some help? No. No, it's all good. I took care of it. All right, so we let them sweat for a day, and whoever's got nothing better than hobo gear can go out and buy something. That's all I got in my closet. Hobo gear and uniforms. Uniforms. <laughs> hobo <laughs> gear. wear our dress blues? I'm not. Yeah, the, the, place that I have us, the place that I have set up for us is the kind of place that uh, will we'll give you a jacket to wear if you don't have one, that kind of place. Like, it's, it's a little bit of a uniform required. I've probably got some relatively dressy stuff that's not uniform-specific since I've been visiting uh, surviving family members over the last month. Gotta wear something appropriate for that, after all. I got my Stetson. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Is it Stetson an armored Stetson? Of course! <laughs> you know, I had to step that out. Armored Stetson that's got uh, retractable blades in it. Yeah! <laughs> Throw it like... Yeah! Uses an improvised weapon. I like this. Peaky blinders. I'm going to pick up an actioneer business suit, because I don't have anything like that. Uh, Tony doesn't really need to change. He dresses nice all the time. Alright, anything you guys are doing between then and Tuesday? A lot of dance practicing. Well, actually, I'm going to update the, our investigation board and uh, get it all up to date. And... So the HQ is closed off, right? We don't actually... Do we have access to the network or anything out there? We may not have access to physical evidence, but I would assume that we've got access to the Lone Star network. Yeah, I mean, there, there's other precincts and things around. It's not like that was the only police station in the whole Metroplex. It was just the, the main one, so... Yeah, I dare go on a limb and say that, you know, we were probably given the small location to work from or to where to report maybe at a substation or something yeah there really hasn't been anything like that for you guys you've heard of the same for you've heard of that um being the case for many of the people who worked out of the lone star hq building but you guys hadn't really been reassigned or set up to anything it looks like you might have fallen through the cracks we're above the law <laughs> now nah, we were a pet project and our master is dead mistress yeah this mean we can I... go all Judge Dread. <laughs> oh wait, we already do. Okay, we, we need to. Can somebody find like some like uh, seized uh, location that we can that's still got uh, um, uh, like utilities that we can just borrow to work out of? Uh, I can probably run a search. I don't. What is it you're looking for exactly? No, anybody. We're looking for a seized uh, piece of property with a building on it that we can use uh, for, can our, use for our, our headquarters, headquarters for now. For now. Or we can try to try a safe house. safe house. That too. Yeah, there's a number of um, sort of Lone Star 
safe houses that are available for use. Well, I got four hits on a on a matrix search, so I figure we could find something that's suitable to our needs that's been uh, recently picked up or established. Well, there's a, uh, a downtown Dallas club that's been uh, recently shut down due to uh, basically a drug and beetle crackdown. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Uh, I like that. It used to be, long ago, the club building used to be a firehouse, but it was turned into a club. The club was called the Brony Romp. <laughs> the Brony Romp. <laughs> so, does it still have the poles that you can come down from the second floor or something? Oh, yeah. Uh, no comment. But only they're not brass poles, they're giant unicorn horns. <laughs> oh, gonna need some bleach to get that advantage out. You know, back in the old days, we would have started up the club again and got it running and would have made a great front. It's an interesting idea. Uh, it's a surprising amount of work for the for the amount of money that you get out of it. You have to turn to crime to make a profit. Uh, Holmes looks like he's considering that possibility now. <laughs> All right, so you guys are claiming the uh, old firehouse slash uh, fetish club? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's lots of, you know, fuzzy surfaces and... Yep, there's definitely the um, the poles that go down from the ceiling. Other poles that are attached in other places, too, that don't seem to come down from somewhere. I'm uh, picking up a set of gloves to wear before I go in here. Lots of private rooms. Yeah, nobody turn on a black light. <laughs> Sorry, where the hell are we? Oh, yeah, you missed that, didn't you? Yeah. There's looking a- for a place to work. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, there is a club in downtown that's called the Brony Romp. That was recently <laughs> shut down. There is a house in New Orleans. Far. They call the Rising Sun. It's going to take a lot of rebranding to change the image here. What up, Paul? Yeah. So I figure uh, in, the, in the couple days that we've got between uh, when we take over the firehouse and uh, our, our date with the uh, government, um, I'll try and set up at least something that resembles a lab. Oh, uh, somebody needs to research this head crash thing. Well, I could always give instructions to... Wait a minute. Where's Buckner been all this time? Isn't he <laughs> slacking on his job? I was just thinking that. Let's get Buckner on it. I put a coffee machine into the brony romp. I just start cleaning the damn place. Gloves, like, <laughs> you know, super strong antiseptics. Yeah. I don't remember. Does a street Does a street Grimora book have any kind of like cleanse or clean spells? I think it does. Yeah, I think so. I think there's one called sterilize. That'll work. Yes, please. Let's say use some of our budget so one of us dips can learn that. <laughs> yeah, the place definitely has a musky odor to it. Yuck. Of Yuck. course it does. It's a brownie romp. <laughs> Yeah, sort of a combination between, like, bright-colored, fuzzy things, you know, dotted and zebra-striped and, and uh, d- decor, very neon and, and what we would consider very 80s look, and uh, then also a um, very uh, cheesy cowboy theme. Wait a minute. Is, is, has Buckner been re, re-appropriated to a different department, or is he still in limbo? Well, you guys haven't really heard from him much lately. Oh, well, then I'm definitely sending a message out to his ass that he needs to get down here on the double. Just our luck, Buckner would have been promoted. <laughs> he responds, uh, but it's my day off. Not anymore! I'm trying to think of, do, do, we have a, do we have a black light that I can actually take a picture and send it to him? Because my intent is to be like, this needs to be cleaned. Now. Oh, there's black lights around. 
Okay, then, yeah, so I'm gonna save a picture <laughs> of that and be like, your job depends on it, this needs to be cleaned, now. I'll even say please. Right, at that, po that point, uh, the LT's phone rings. I answered a phone. Hey, uh, it's, uh, Buckner, um, just want to give you a call, I've been getting some weird messages from, um, have you seen Detective Holmes lately? Why, that yes. back channel son of a bitch. He's, uh, he's really... He said you were here working. Are you not here working? No, no, it's my day off. He's been covering for you. Why aren't you here doing your work? What are you talking about? I have an espresso machine here, and it needs cleaning. <sighs> you know, the, the, I've been reassigned to the downtown precinct. I'm putting in 50 hours a week there. Where have you guys been? We're doing a special investigation, just like we always have been. Oh, you guys turn anything up? It's moving along. We have discovering new information every day. Oh, good. Yeah, I wish, kind of wish you guys had kept me in the loop then. Everybody's kind of been, been in limbo after the HQ got dropped. So, um, Holmes, he, he's with you? Okay. Yes, he is. Okay, good. Just want to make sure he wasn't trying to lure me out to murder me or something. <laughs> oh, no. Ever since no. I saved his life, I've been trying to steer clear of him. I, is this I, conversation I, happening over the TACnet by any chance? It depends on whether or not Chavez is sharing it with the rest of the group. <laughs> uh, I know that Holmes has nothing except the highest respect for you. In fact, he needs you. He really can't work without you. What? Oh, yeah. He, he's... He, I, let me tell you. His, uh, my evaluation of his performance when you're not there, it goes down. I've actually had to measure it. You know what? I learned this in the commander school where they're teaching you how to evaluate your employees. And I've noticed that when you're not there, his performance significantly drops. So you're incredibly valuable to the team. It's very <laughs> important. All right. Give me a con role or, or leadership, I guess, if you want to. But I think con seems more appropriate. Okay. I got... Eight hits, which is below my limit. Oh, oh, sure, sure. I'll, I'll be right there. And, uh, yeah, ne next time you guys need me, I mean, don't wait to give me a call. I mean, I'm around. I'm sorry, Buckner. This is really my fault. I, I knew there was this great relationship between you two, and you know, I didn't take into account. I'm really sorry. Uh, yeah, if you say so, I was pretty sure he was looking at me like he was trying to figure out a way to geek me without anybody noticing the last time I saw him. Uh, I, I suppose we all have, you know, we all have, uh, you know, our outer demeanor and uh, our actual inner beliefs, which might be in conflict with each other. Well, he does do actually hold me in some high regard. Well, remember, he does. He's one of those dips, so he looks at things a little bit differently. So maybe what you're reading from him is is. Uh, maybe you need to have his, his kind of vision, too, to see what he's really feeling. Right, right, yeah. Maybe you're right. I, I hadn't taken that into account. Maybe I was just, just projecting my own insecurities. All right. Great to hear Great to hear from you. And uh, I'm going to put in a request to transfer you back to our unit. Oh, all right. Uh, sounds good. Do um, you guys need me to stop down tonight, then? Yeah, you should come check out our new, sup new setup. All right, yeah. Just uh, send me the address. There you go. I'll be right there. Oh, and it's a cover, so don't come in uniform. Oh, oh okay. We'll save yeah. you some time. Yeah, if you come in uniform, you might be mistaken, and they'll give you tips or something. Okay, then. I'll see you soon. He hangs up. 
Okay. Uh, does any what's the paperwork that I what's the form I need to do to request a specific person to be transferred back into our thing? I got to get Buckner transferred back to our unit. Fourteen twenty-three. Right. No, that says request for special materials. is request for canine assistance. Oh, oh for in this case, sake. I think it could be the same. Why don't I just do both? Maybe I can retreat them like a dog. Okay, I fill in a 1423 and a 1425 and send them off to request that Buckner gets transferred back to our unit. All right, give me a police procedures roll. Wait, can I submit one to under my name as a personal request? Uh, you can do the addendum for the personal request, I guess. But Yes. The LT has the authority to you know, do actual personal requests. I actually got uh, four hits on this. I got two on mine. Holmes adds the pretty please on the end of the uh, form. All right. It will come in the form of a personal recommendation for Buckner due to his valor in service and incredibly useful skills as a agent and officer. You, you all know we're going to end <laughs> up with the canine Buckner as well. They're one and the same, pretty much. Which is pretty puppy. A few minutes later, uh, Buckner shows up, kind of walks into the place. Starts gawking. Yeah, what do you think about our new uh, cover? Uh, it's colorful. Here, I throw him a pair of rubber gloves. What Up are these work. for? Oh, I suppose your coffee machine hasn't been cleaned in a month, huh? Actually, it's a new one, Buckner. We just use it today, but you know it needs to be cleaned every day. Sure thing. I'll get right on it, LT. Holmes is going to, you know, like be doing something else. Oh, realize that Buckner's here as the LT and he are having that conversation. And uh, when he gets a moment, he'll interject and put his, Buckner, his arm around Buckner's shoulder, almost in a show of companionship, and say, Buckner, I've missed you. And all of a sudden you'll hear from the back, Yeah, but his aim's improving! <laughs> Nina tries not to stare incredulously. Buckner sort of chuckles nervously at the uh, joke. and Yes, well, uh, yeah, it's, it's been some time, hasn't it? Um... How's your recovery from the bullet wounds going? Well, to be honest, Buckner, I've had some time to think. And I think maybe I've uh, misunderstood our relationship and taken advantage of that. And I want to apologize. Do I need to make a con roll for this? Well, yeah, probably. Give me just a moment. Oh, look at that five hits. No, no, apology accepted. Um... I have to say, you know, as far as the, the nature of our relationship goes, uh, I did, just, despite the, the, the mood this decor might inspire, I, I don't really swing that way, sir. Oh, no, I understand. Uh, that's uh, not, not why I specifically wanted you here. Uh, we as a team have come together, and we think that we need to bring you into the fold, and I think you need an office. What do you think? I think I've had about enough of offices, sir. Is there really a kennel on site? Is one of the dungeons really, does it have like a cage in it? Um, sure. <laughs> I want to, you know, talk to him about, you know, bringing him onto the team, you know, into the fold, treating him as a, as a proper member of the team, you know, with increased duties and responsibilities befitting of his uh, increased stature in the department now as I'm walking him back to the room with the kennel in it. And then I will introduce that this is his current office and uh, he can get this set up to his liking. Dripping right. with sincerity. Well, I suppose I'll get right on that. You know, I'll, and, and I'll, I'll even go so far as to get the, like, the mop bucket and the bottle of bleach 
and so and and, and and even go so far as to say, Buckner, I know we've had our differences, but I'm going to earn your trust again. Thank you. All right, I go back about my business. <laughs> yeah, Buckner goes about uh, trying to remove the cage from the room and uh, starting point, to clean it up. At some point, I shoot a I shoot to Holmes. You are something else. Yeah, you get like the the our 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 world version of the smiley face text back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, about the next day or so, you get the official uh, transfer transfer paperwork in for Buckner. And uh, Tuesday morning, uh, Lieutenant Chavez, you get a uh, text for a time and location um, near the uh, near at the uh, downtown precinct. It's like uh, 11 a.m. It's scheduled for. Wait, we get a text from Lone Star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I report well, I for report. duty. Okay. This is before our meeting with the government, right? Right. Okay. Yep, you you show up there and you're uh, directed. Uh, they take a look at your the info you were sent and direct you to, uh, down the hall to another subsection of the precinct building. And uh, when you get over there, you realize it's the uh, the kennels. <laughs> ah, uh, Lieutenant Chavez, uh, welcome here. Uh, we've uh, processed your request. All right, thank you. And uh, we have uh, Bucky here. He's, he's uh, uh, performed admirably in the line of duty, and uh, we trust he will be a valuable member of your team. And you're present- presented with a... Uh, Basically a big old German Shepherd that uh, has this uh, collar with some additional sensors and communications devices on it. Excellent. I have a team member just waiting to be paired up with him. This is sweet. Glad to hear. And he also uh, basically pings you with a, uh, a message that has the, the, the document with the uh, all the appropriate uh, well instructions for, for uh, utilizing uh, Bucky. Excellent. I take the leash... Come along, Bucky. We're going to go uh, have some fun. You're going to do a good job. And he follows along. I take him to my motorcycle, and then I look at him, and I look at the motorcycle. You receive a text that's supposedly from Bucky with a question mark. Yeah, I don't think this is going to work. I call a cab. Wait, is this a bio drone? Wait a minute. You know what? There's got to be... I, I get one of the uniform patrol officers in a car. Hey, can you take this dog to the Brony Romp uh, Firehouse cl- uh, Club for us, please? That just sounds bad. After you convince them that you're actually serious, uh, they agree to. Oh, no, I'll follow on my motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. We are really on the fringes of what's acceptable now. <laughs> I think we're on the far side of the fringe, looking back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get to the uh, the Brony Romp, and I take uh, Bucky in, and I take him to Buckner. Here you go, Buckner, and I forward all of the instruction material to him. Yeah. He's Buckner probably got rid excited. of the cage by now and needs to put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and he starts looking over it. Oh, we'll need to do some shopping here. Assuming we still have access to that uh, expenses. Expense account? Yeah, here's an authorization code for, uh, what, like uh, like a thousand or so. Don't spend more than that on the dog. Yeah, shouldn't need that much. Here, I'll put up the kennel for you. You know, for you, pointing at the dog. Yep, the uh, the dog is a uh, a big old, rather large German shepherd who has a funky looking collar that has some, you know, rather obvious bits of technology in it. 
you uh, notice those as uh, various different sensors. Does anyone have any idea how we can use this dog? Yeah. Does the dog have cyber or just like a mechanical collar or what? Here's the manual. I send it to Billy Joe. Yeah, check out the man the manual. No, he doesn't have any cyberware, but he does have the equivalent of uh, doggy electrodes. That uh, his his collar essentially has the equivalent of a a comlink and uh, communications and sensor array, and uh, it has essentially uh, trodes which essentially poke in under his skin and are attached. They're not really cybernetically installed, but they are and you know under the skin, so because you know, otherwise the fur would get in the way. Why does kind of like RFID chips today? What's so. That? I was just saying that it's kind of like the RFID chips we got today, you know. And, uh, hey, uh, LT, can I, uh, can I get a copy of those instructions? I need some uh, reading material. Oh, uh, I send instructions to everybody. So the dog has trodes. Does that mean that we could plug him into the TACnet and then he could talk to us? Does he speak or he'll just be able to understand the few words that we teach him subvocally? Uh, he has a vocabulary of 1,742 words, according to the manual. This dog's a bad mofo. I'm going to compare a dog again. LT I think it was sure at 1253. Form, yeah, LT wasn't sure which form he needed to uh, request Buckner, so he sent the correct form and a, and a request for canine form at the same time. And I guess the names were just happened to be close enough. <laughs> I feel like this would be a really good time for one of us to pick up animal handling, now that we've got a canine unit. That's Buckner's job. Uh, actually, uh, I wouldn't mind uh, picking up some of that myself. I kind of kind of like having, like having that. He was saying he wanted to get out of the office more. <laughs> so oh, you're, uh, you're saying you want to be Buckner's assistant, Mr. Garrett? Uh, no. I'll say, if, I'll say the dog's going to need a handler. And uh, if Buckner wants to be primary, if, so, if he were to <clears throat> accidentally go down, it's always a good idea to have a secondary. Besides, I like dogs. Hell, I like them better than most people. All right, team. What? Uh, well, I guess we're just going to find out more later and um, figure out what direction we're going to pursue our investigation. Uh, Garrett, do you think you can still get an in with that smuggler group? Well, it's been a while. I'm sure we can come up with something. I can, we can uh, check them out and see what they're up to. I think we should go back and check out the uh, the taco stand where those guys were meeting. Yeah, that would have been them. Paco at the taco stand. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, those guys. Damn it, every time you talk about that job, I get hungry. You're not pregnant, are you? Um, no. What? Well, she said she's always hungry. Yeah, tacos. I mean, come on. Who wouldn't be? All right, yeah, so uh, the bulk of the afternoon is involved in uh, essentially cleaning up the place and uh, settling in the dog. Turns out he doesn't really need a kennel, just a designated resting space. He find a spot behind the bar. <laughs> well, we got lots of room with plush, lush carpets. Drek, I gotta go pick up some fancy clothes or something. I'll uh, see you guys there. I go to S-Smart and pick up something that doesn't <laughs> look awful. Shop smart. <laughs> Anyone with any kind of discerning eye will see that it's basically something off a discount store rack. But it's plain, and it's black, and it's short-ish, so it works for me. So yeah, date time. With the government. Date with the government. Should we make uh, backup copies of all the uh, video footage of the night that we did the uh, taking back of the HQ? 
Yes. <laughs> oh, and everybody, uh, this is uh, for your benefit. I am authorizing the exchange of information on the assumption that uh, Lone Star is its duty as part of its contract to the CIS would be willing to cooperate with any other agency investigating this serious matter. Good to know. Cool, but I'm recording everything they say. Just sort of an assurance policy. Hey, uh, Cliff, for uh, future reference before we get rolling on this stuff, um, if I'm going to go start talking to uh, Paco again, uh, I'm going to reach out to another one of my contacts. He's another uh, beat cop just to kind of get an idea of what's been going on in the streets and what some of the uh, word has been among the other officers and that type of stuff. Normal scuttlebutt. Yeah, scuttlebutt is um, a lot of people just don't really know what the frag is going on. There's not a lot of info coming down from corporate. Um, not a lot of directive. They're just essentially trying to focus on their their day to day operations and uh, dealing with the uh, upswing of crime. Everybody seems pretty well overworked, and they're not getting clear directives from um, leadership. And uh, you leave a message for Paco. He doesn't uh, pick up right away. So that's fine. What are you uh, What are you saying or sending? Basically, uh, like I said, the scuttlebutt. Also, want to. Any of the uh, current rumors that are uh, flying around about some of the gangs and stuff like that. Um, basically, has anybody heard anything about uh, any new major players been stepping up? Um, any some anybody else's contacts have heard anything? Kind of like a friend of a friend kind of thing. Okay, uh, give me a, an etiquette test. If you've got a specialization in police or security, you can include that. That would be three. Okay. You get some info about uh, essentially a list of d different gang names of gangs that are suspected to be involved in the various violence and attacks. Okay, make a note of it in my uh, uh, secretary function of my comlink and everything like that, and I'll follow up on them later. Hey, Cliff, I want to call uh, Billy Bob, one of my contacts. Is it the electronics fence guy? Correct. Isn't he a former contact? No, we made up. I took him to the Monster Jam. He loved it. Yeah, yeah Bill, you give him a call. He answers right away. Uh, hey, hello. Billy Bob. Billy Bob, hey, what's going on? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Uh, keep him busy. Oh, right on, right on. Uh, yeah, we've been pretty busy too, man. You, I'm sure you've seen all the dreck hitting the hitting the trids lately about all these gangs, gangs gone wild kind of stuff all over the place. Um, hey, you by chance wouldn't have sold any more, like heavy weapon mounts or anything like that that you could tell me about, would you? Just to try and keep yeah. the streets safe, you know? Yeah, no, not really. I've been kind of staying away from heavier weapon mounts lately. Okay, well, if you get anybody coming in and asking for that kind of stuff, uh, you need to let me know, all right, pal? You mean uh, retroactively? <laughs> Whatever you can do to help, you know. Well, uh, yeah, there have been a few people coming through trying to essentially have a uh, you know, purchase that sort of gear, saying they uh, had to mount some some weapons, and I just told them I didn't really deal in that. Uh, they bought a few standard weapon mounts off of me here and there. Would you have? Uh, oh, I, I know you've got video of it. Uh, could you send me a, a little vid so I got a pick of them, so I could try and track these guys down? Hopefully, they're just you know Joe blows, you know, taking care of their own business. But uh, you know, if these guys are gonna start blasting up downtown, then I gotta try and stop them. You know. Uh, yeah, sure, I guess. Uh, just make sure they don't make any connections. Oh, of course not. C 
Come on, Billy Bob. You know me. I keep it on the down low. Hey, speaking of on the down low, remember when we went to Monster Jam and you brought that uh, that bottle of that uh, that apple pie? Uh, yeah. Hey, you think you can get me another quarter of that? That stuff was pretty darn good. Well, um, the place I normally buy that stuff from is uh, about a block away from here. It was Firebomb last week. Ah, fragging gangers on their gangers gone wild. See, that's the thing, man. They're just jacking up the, the whole place, and it's got to come to a stop. Yeah, I hear you. I've been uh, keeping close eye out around here. So far, nobody's bothered me. All right, hey. Just a matter of time, though. Yeah, if something goes down around you, uh, let me know, and I'll be there as quick as I can, pal. All right, uh, yeah, I uh, found the video files here. Uh, I'll send them over. I'm not sure if you're going to get much from uh, some uh, Hispanic dudes in hoodies. Yeah, well, anything helps. Thanks. Uh, I'll talk to you later, Billy Bob. Yeah, talk to you later. All right, so um, anything else before you guys go to the restaurant? I'll make files of these. Uh, the stuff that uh, Billy Bob sends me, I'll make a backup of that, too. Okay. All right. So you head on down to the Stampede 66, one of the nicer uh, sort of steakhouse type places in the area. Yep. I made the group there. Mmm. Tasty expense account steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's basically a, it's a, it's a, it's a nicer style um, steakhouse. I'm going to have all my surveillance drones going around the perimeter of this place just so no one can sneak up on us. I should think in Dallas, Alamo Street would be longer than a block. The Alamo isn't very big. I suppose. Wait, that's in San Antonio anyway. Yeah, anyway, it's a nice big old building, uh, fancy food, really, really good steak. Uh, you uh, go in and you find uh, Agents Barstow and Williams already seated at a table. Agents Barstow and Williams, thank you for inviting us to dinner. Yeah, thank you for coming, Williams says. Have a seat. We were just about to order. I have a seat. Sam. Have a seat. Yeah. How's, uh, uh, how's what's-his-name looking? Chip. Oh, he looks fine. If I can, I'm going to sit down next to the uh, the agent that gave me the business card. Okay. Yeah, it looks like they pretty much look exactly like they did before. You're not quite sure if they're wearing the same clothes or if they just have a wardrobe full of the same outfit. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of small talk, and uh, you know, the menus uh, pop up in your... Uh, augmented reality feeds. Uh, almost as soon as you sit down, you're able to put in your orders, and then a human brings you your uh, drinks, and then later your steaks or whatever else you're ordering. And the agent Barstow uh, sort of breaks the silence, speaking up, saying, "So I've heard you've uh, set up a base of operations." Yes, we need to uh, need to get a facility away from everybody else, uh, so we're not distracted. Little agents have big ears, I see. Well, that we do. We're pretty well plugged in. There's uh, very little that goes around here that we don't hear about. Though getting the details can be somewhat problematic. Speaking of details, I'm assuming you have some of those for us? I'll hand them uh, a data chip with the footage from our uh, recapture and of HQ, and then uh, the photos of the Hispanic gentleman in hoodies trying to buy weapon mounts. Right, yeah, he takes the data chip and uh, inserts it into his comlink and... Starts looking it over as uh, Williams picks up the, the conversation. So that must have been a very difficult experience for you, going up against some of your own fellow officers. Ah, that one HRT guy was a dick anyway. I don't think any of us really considered them as our uh, fellow officers anymore. Certainly weren't no, nightmares. No. But all the ones that they killed, yeah, I didn't appreciate that a bit. 
Yes, I suppose uh, working in the private sector, you don't develop the same bonds that you would. You know, you'd think that, but you know, we mercenaries tend to uh, develop pretty strong bonds of our own. Funny that. I take a long, hearty drink of the wine in front of me. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, but my uh, eyes are narrowing. <laughs> ah, Agent Barstow, we all choose to serve our country in our own ways. Yeah, some of us do, Barstow says. I wanted to be an agent like you, Barstow, but uh, for some reason my family was held against me. Yes, I suppose that does happen when your family is one of the largest crime syndi syndicates in, in uh, Dallas. Yet here you are, chewing me <laughs> out for not serving, uh, but I'm, I'm trying. Yes, well, uh, I certainly uh, appreciate having uh, access to this information. Um, what we're most interested in is your first-hand accounts. It was uh, Agent Holmes who delivered the missile to, uh, looks up the individual's name, uh, that... Uh, infected uh, a number of people in a nearby hotel, or nearby apartment building. And then you all responded to that. Uh, what was your impression of the scene and their behavior? Erratic and atypical. Concur. I'll lay out lay lay. I was going to say, I'll lay out my theory, speaking pretty much to the, uh, the lady agent, about uh, how I think that there may be a uh, physical transfer, uh, transfer of these nanites that they uh, are, are talking about through a bodily contact. Cliff, while this is going on, I'm going to kind of keep an eye on everyone else around us, kind of watching the crowd. I just don't like the idea of blood running around trying to infect us. Did you include the video of the moving blood in the uh, data chip that you gave them? Billy Joe? Yes. I gave them a copy of everything that I had. Okay, from from what it sounded like, it sounded like you you just give them the video from when you uh, retook the HQ, and then uh, the video you got from Billy Bob. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's all I had. Unless somebody can think of something. Oh, you know what else? We had a, some footage of uh, the big Hispanic guy at the taco bar uh, sitting at the table. We had footage there, but not audio. We we'll put on a copy of that. I know we took some recordings of the uh, the blood moving at the crime scene at the apartment. So yeah. we can probably yeah. send that over to him as well. Nothing blocked the TAC net while we were there, so we have all the material. Yeah, I don't just think we care if you were sharing exactly it. how much we give them. Sorry about that, I was just saying. I think we should be a little careful how much info we give them. Something about their angles just isn't sitting quite right with me. They're either gonna try they're either gonna try something with uh, against us, but uh, Putting all of our cards on the table? Nah, doesn't seem right. Well, I want to make sure everything's stamped with uh, property of Lone Star, investigation, such and such. You know, so they may try and take uh, credit for it, but it's everybody will see it's our work. Uh, what is this footage of the man at the um, restaurant? That's one of our leads. We're trying to track down the source of all the weapons being brought in. I think that's one of the aspects for delivering um, whatever is causing all this. Sure does seem to be consuming a lot of tacos. Do you have something against people that eat tacos, Mr. Barstow? No, nothing against, just an observation. And quite an astute one at that. Yes, well, 
Oh, don't you know? That's why they pay him the big bucks. That's what they train you for, isn't it? Yeah, we we just don't get that kind of training because you know we're just uh, we're just Marks? corporate. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it looks like he's eaten no less than 24, 25 tacos in one day. And they're big tacos. I bet Buckner could do it. Despite the snark, I, I will still take note of what he is saying. Just because he may have a point doesn't necessarily mean I have to acknowledge it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's pretty much sitting there all day. Uh, people are coming to him, conversations. You said you have no audio? That is correct, sir. If we had a hmm. slightly increased budget, perhaps we could get some audio. Are you willing to help us out with that? Oh, I was thinking the impression that Lone Star was funded with the state-of-the-art equipment. Uh, apparently a microphone is a bit beyond your means, As huh? As you've said many times, we're just a corporate bunch of jockeys, uh, corporate mercenaries, so we have to watch the bottom line. But you federal boys, everyone knows you guys have money to burn. It's confederal. <laughs> yes, uh, well, it uh, looks like he's a person holding court. He's a... Uh, at the middle of some sort of web, though whether that's uh, just a matter of family context or something more illicit, it's hard to say. I don't recognize any of these people coming and going, though. So since we've shared some of our information here, uh, what can you tell us about uh, potential cures for this head crash? Uh, William speaks up. As far as we know, there is none. There are treatments that are reported to... Um, slow the progression of the disease. Uh, so, or, so you found a way to detect uh, somebody who is a carrier? Well, it, it requires a blood sample, the presence of the nanites in the system. There are a number of tests that are available as well. Um, if you can get someone under a, um, a more detailed brain scan, there is unusual um, electrical activity in the brain as well. That can be a bit of a giveaway, but there's no quick, fast way to tell if someone is infected or not. Except apparently in this area, uh, whether or not they're trying to kill you. Yeah, Holmes just looks deep in thought at this point. I've done a fair amount of research on the subject, and it does seem to be completely unique. And this particular case seems particularly unique as to the, well, the, the, the speed of infection. As I said, it usually takes well, at least a few weeks for the first signs to show up and then months for the disease to take full hold over someone. So have you gone uh, Have you gone about looking for a patient zero at this point? Is this being treated as a public health outbreak by the government? We're not certain of the government's official position. Um, my impression is that they're likely to avoid anything that would occur a full panic, though things are certainly coming close to a boiling point. Can I determine whether or not they're telling me a fib? Uh, give me judge intentions. Five hits. Seems like she's being straightforward with you. I'll relay that. Telling you everything. That's right. I'll I'll relay that over our our tacnet communication that we're getting a good story, but not the whole story. Duh. Uh, Mr. Chavez, you have a significant amount of uh, gang connections from your undercover days, do you not? Actually, I have a significant amount of law enforcement contacts from my law enforcement days. Good one. Burn. The gang contacts are, you know family. I'm not referring to the organized crime. I'm referring to the uh, street gangs. Family. You know how it works. But what have you uncovered from them? Somebody's picking the low-hanging fruit idiots and supplying them weapons, and they're going especially out of control with them. 
Um, from the sound of what you're saying, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if some of them aren't affected by this. Because even um, our initial, when this first occurred, our first initial interaction with uh, the gangbangers with the heavy weapons, they went and did pretty stupid stuff, even if it was just going out with their weapons and having fun. Yes, the frontal assault of City Hall. Yes. So, I'm thinking that if you're familiar with whatever this CFD stuff for head crashes, um, it might be interesting to see if we can detain or otherwise uh, analyze one of your subjects and see if they were affected by it. That sounds like a good plan. Do you have a way to detect this if uh, we uh, we uh, uh, find someone? Uh, yes, I can transmit to you a uh, an algorithm that if you uh, run the blood through a scan using a med kit and a comlink, it should be able to verify the presence or absence of the disease. Do does a subject need to be alive? Some special thing? Because we probably have a whole bunch of bodies bodies in a morgue. Well, uh, it depends on the length of time after the deceased. It seems the uh, the infection requires a living host to some degree, so cold bodies aren't likely to be of any use. Recently deceased ones, however, but as I said, very little hard data is actually available on this subject. The recent so that explains why the recently deceased all that blood comes out of them and starts crawling around the room. Yes, but it is curious that this. Blood within a missile would still be effective. Well, I don't know much about this. You need to ask the dips. Um, they're the ones that kind of see or know about this thing or have dreams about it, uh, however they do it. Yes, I I saw a vision of uh, a man adding the blood in uh, an almost reverential way to the missile before it was shipped into town here. I I did include a a sketch of the person. I believe it's in the data dump that uh, was sent to you. Oh, yes, very well. At which point Barstow speaks up again. Says, uh, yeah, it'll take some time for us to analyze this data, but uh, submitting it is uh, definitely going to improve our chances here. Uh, it seems you're in need of some uh, positive direction. I recommend you follow up on the leads that you have with this uh, taco eater, uh, as well as perhaps make some connections with the uh, through your family, Mr. Chavez, to the local gang connections, and see if you can't capture someone alive who seems to be engaging in these violent activities. If we can verify the presence of the disease, well, that might give us a little more something else to go on. Okay, this isn't any more than we were already doing. You've got to have more that you can offer us. Like this algorithm, or whatever it is that helps detect it, um, you must have more information that you can help us with. Or, if you don't have more information, you must have access to some facilities or resources that uh, we don't have, that we may be able to help us in our investigation. What is it you're looking for? I don't know right now, but uh, we may encounter something where we're going to need your assistance. Are you willing to give that? They will sort of look at each other for a moment, and uh, Williams nods. Yes, you can contact us if you need our assistance. Okay. Um, now, I are can't you... give you full access to any uh, you know government databases, but if there's a particular query that 
would help with your investigation, um, feel free to pass it along and I'll see what I can do. Excellent. Now, you're not asking that I regularly report our progress to you or something like that, because that I really can't do. We'd like to be apprised of any significant updates. Uh, we don't need you to check in every few hours or anything ridiculous like that, but something major goes down, we'd like to know about it. Okay. Well, this has been a pleasant meal, and I really like the spirit of cooperation that we have here. And uh, I know that uh, the citizens of Dallas, Fort Worth, will be very glad that uh, we're all cooperating on this. Yeah, Williams uh, agrees, and Barstow uh, says, yep. Good to know that there's some Lone Star officers out there who aren't just doing it for a paycheck. You mean some guys get paid for this? Dang! We're getting ripped off. Overcoms. Joe. You get paid in drones. Overcoms, we should uh, ask them to supply us some uh, transportation because, you know, our, uh, we're currently without or something along those lines. Yeah, we need an armor-plated van that's painted like an ice cream truck. That way we hit you know, undercover. We've got almost See how far the whole Guys, we don't have that much oversight right now. I think we can get a hold of some vehicles we can use. Excellent, LT. That is egg-su-lant. We probably don't want vehicles that can be traced back to um, uh, these people. Check the impound yard. Yeah. Maybe I can do a requisition for some horses or something. <laughs> There are All a couple stables back at the club. It I, is the Brony Rock. <laughs> I was about to say, we don't need to go that old school. All I know is I want a vehicle big enough to haul us all. It's got armor on it. And when we're flying down the road with heavy machine guns firing, I can hit the siren and it's going to go. <laughs> you want a large clown car? <laughs> exactly. Doesn't get much undercover more than that. And we can also sell ice cream out of it. Okay, team. I think uh, we've established contact with the confeds. <laughs> and uh, let's just start this investigation, get it rolling. I think there's some things we need to do, like get a vehicle. You're able to requisition a uh, vehicle out of impound if you need to. Uh, Billy, Billy Joe, give me an edge test. Okay, let's see. Jump four. Can I edge my edge roll? No. Damn it. Oh, snap. Five, six, four, five. Got three hits. Okay. Uh, yeah, there just does happen to be an ice cream truck in impound. Yeah, baby. <laughs> we'll have to pick it up from uh, the the port, uh, sorry, the um, Fort Worth uh, impound area. Cool. But essentially, it's a bulldog, you know, modified with freezers and stuff. Excellent. We'll go, I'll go down, pick it up, bring it back to the, uh, the Brony house, and uh, start outfitting it. An ice cream truck outside of a place called the Brony house. I don't see how this is going to cause any good things to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Are the bomb bombs Yeah, you head on back, and uh, you have Buckner's there with Bucky, and uh, Buckner's busily moving around and uh, sort of cleaning the place up and getting it into order. He hasn't really done anything different with the decor, just... Making the space more cleaned and uh, livable. Are there any rules out for uh, customizing vehicles yet? Not really. There's a some little bit stuff. in... Yeah, some stuff from like uh, Bolts and Bandages of Stolen Souls, but that's about it. Yeah, not much. I'm just thinking about 
adding like some plating, some armor plating to this thing, and maybe a heavy weapons mount or two. Yeah, adding weapons mount. Yep, yeah, that's in the core rule book. Adding armor is not. There's no rules for that yet. How about a pop-up heavy weapons mount? Yeah, you can pretty much assume that a you know a weapons mounted vehicle is sort of retra- retractable in some way. Okay, cool. So they're so expensive. So it's not just a, a bolt that you attach the weapon onto. It's a, essentially it's a, a turret of some sort that you that, that is retractable and includes all the electronics and control systems. Right, so what, what, are you guys, what are you guys doing? I was gonna say, are we thinking about going back to the uh, the taco place and the geeking a couple guys and bringing them back alive and running some tests on them and then violating civil rights and all that nonsense? Uh, okay, the gangers that are I, so it sounds like the guns being supplied. Uh, and the way the gangers are acting with them, that the gangers who get them might be infected with a slower version of this. And the taco guy is the supply chain. He might not actually know who's doing this or what's happening on, but they may lead us to the source. So the taco guy is the one that we're trying to get undercover and get Garrett in with them. But the gangers out in the in Arlington, it sounds like we should go take some down and analyze their blood. Yeah, I think we chatted with some of them, and they were receiving the uh, the weaponry, but didn't have significant information about where it was coming from. They were just being contacted and said, hey, here's, you know, a great new present for you. Yeah, so I, I think the gangers are just getting a supply, but they might be a vector for whatever this is. So you want to just go out and randomly shoot gangers and then collect the blood that falls on the ground? No, I, I don't, you know, don't you remember your Lone Star training? We don't randomly shoot anything. We shoot whatever we want to shoot. And then you say, halt or I'll shoot. No, what you do is you say, halt or I'll shoot. Then you shoot them. And they said, I said, stop, and then shoot more. And then you can say, honest, he came right at me. Halt or I'll bang, 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 shoot. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, if you have to do more paperwork, then you bring along an extra, an extra uh, you know, unregistered weapon and uh, toss it them and say, catch, and then shoot them. It's it's called a throw right. away. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. I, exactly. I have no idea what that is. You guys, haven't you learned the trick to tie the announcement to your trigger pull? Then you can just blame the software for the delay in the announcement. My weapon personality announces their rights before I shoot them. Sometimes it goes wonky. You have exactly. 20 seconds to comply. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but if they're sinless, they have no rights and they're all trespassing, so... Exactly. Truth. So let's go bag a few. Well, I think uh, in interest of public safety, we should confirm whether or not they're disease carriers for this blood-borne or blood-whatever... What, what it can't be blood-borne because it would be... It's the blood itself that's the infection, right? It's like the blood is legs and tentacles or something is going around doing stuff. But I thought we couldn't confirm that they're diseased unless we, you know, relieved them of some blood. Well, yeah, we can go cut them up or make them bleed or whatever, take some blood. But uh, I guess we can't use the dead ones. Well, as long as they're fresh dead and not like a month old dead. Do we want to bring them in or just bring some of their blood in? I think having a live specimen would be much more beneficial than just a sample. I do have a non-lethal have you the option. Have you gotten the details on that uh, test yet? 
is it something we'll be able to use in the field, or do we need to drag them in and test them and then release them if they're not infected? You so, guys yeah, are uh, experts. Agent Williams had sent over the, the program, basically, for... Uh, uh, you basically would, would have your med kit run that. It's something you could do portably. We do have some cages. I think two potential avenues you were going to go down. You're going to check out the uh, taco place and or uh, attempt to capture a live crazed ganger or get a blood sample from him at least. I was thinking about that. And you know, LT, if we got a, you know, three or four of those uh, little bitty bug drones, the little kanamushis, uh, I could get those in and like put them around that taco bar and then we can probably get audio on the whole place. I do think we need some more uh, surveillance gear because cool. that can probably help us track down a ganger that gets separated from his gang and is all alone in the dark in Arlington. And you know what's going to happen if they're alone and separated from their gang in the dark. Is yeah, it so do they. That's why, that's why they don't usually do that. <laughs> Economushis are a, uh, a grand apiece. So it says sensor three. Does that mean it'll have a microphone? Yeah, it'll have a full array of sensors. Rating three cool. is pretty decent. It just means cool. that's the limit for perception tests. Okay. Might not be a good idea to have it have a um, an auto soft or two. What's the pilot rating? Shiwase Kanamushi pilot rating of three. Okay, so I believe that can only run one auto soft on itself, or you could run auto softs from your deck. Two that would be particularly useful is the stealth or the infiltration one, and uh, mm -hmm. then clear sight. Those two are a bonus because I've already got them. Oh, you know what? I'd have to get new ones for these new drones, correct? Clear sight is not drone specific, but the infiltration one is. Okay. So let's say a six pack of uh, Kanamushi for six grand, and I'll have to look up the. Uh... Autosoft is 500 million per level. You can get up to a rating six. Go big or go home. So another three grand. So we're looking at nine grand. Does that seem uh, acceptable? Works for me. Yep. As long as we're not buying the ice cream van out of the budget. Oh, no, that was donated. Just remember, don't store the C12 in the freezer and get it mixed up with the ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> be careful what you bite into. <laughs> oh, buddy, it'll be fine. It won't go off. Now, it would be kind of, you know embarrassing if they accidentally plant a detonator and say a bomb pop and it doesn't work and you're wondering, oh man! <laughs> it says bomb pop! And then it melted. Alright, so you acquire uh, half a dozen Kanmushis and a uh, rating 6 infiltration Kanmushi Autosoft? Yeah, and then uh, send them in I... to the uh, taco bar. I'm thinking like underneath the tables, underneath the stands of the tables, because you know, people are lazy. They're not going to move the table out when they sweep them up the floor. We can just park them under there, and they can record everything. Okay. Well, who's showing up to the taco bar? Well, I will. Well, here's also the thing. Remember, uh, I had contact with Paco, and he said that if I ever needed some work or anything like that to uh, give him a call. I'm thinking I might uh, call, try to take him up on that little offer. Right, yeah, you uh, left him a message, I think, the day before, or Tuesday morning. It's, uh, like, Wednesday afternoon by now, I guess. You guys have picked up the ice cream truck, I take it? Yes. Right, as far as picking up the ice cream truck goes, uh, what what tack are you taking to do that? You want to borrow my Americar, you can. I just take a taxi down there, I guess. I mean, what, what approach are you doing? 
Oh, what form are we filling out? Uh, Nina, what, what form do we need to requisition a vehicle from the impound lot? B-53. So I'll have the old B-53 filled out from the LT and triplicate to present to the, uh, the yard dog. All right, so it'll take three hits in a police procedures roll. You can do a teamwork test if you want. I'll help out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whoever's leading can take two extra dice from me. And take another okay. two dice from me. I thought Holmes and Voss had the best uh, Lone Star procedures. I got seven dice in it. I've got ten dice, but now I'm going to have fourteen. Yeah, I've only got uh, one rank in it, but six dice. If you haven't maxed out your uh, additional dice, you can get one from me as well. Okay. So I got one, two, three, four, five, six hits. Okay. Yeah, no problem. You realize you have to produce some sort of um, relevance to an ongoing investigation to seize or to, 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 to requisition impounded property, and you're able to figure that out and, you know, uh, acquire and fill out the um, secondary and tertiary required forms to support that. Oh, yeah, I'm all over that. And it goes off without a hitch. Give me an edge test. All right. Ooh, we got a three, two, two, three with zero hits. Okay. Yep. There's only manual controls on this van. Shice. Gonna have to rig this thing in with a rigger control or a rigger adapter, whatever you call it. Rigger adaptation. Yep. That's it. That's yeah, pretty inexpensive. I thought it was like a grand. Rigger interface. Yep. Availability four thousand yen. So Not that's even restricted. Ten thousand total. For the, all the toys. And we now just officially fulfilled like every cliche of being police. No. I don't know. No, donuts They're... were involved. <laughs> yeah. That and like, yes, I mean, we've got ice cream. Nobody's approaching their retirement and uh, is in a position to uh, tragically die on their last day. <laughs> <laughs> Give me time. I'll fill that role. <laughs> I can play the uh, damaged, uh, slightly psycho. Uh, Cop beat, uh, undercover detective. I'll go Martin Riggs on somebody if you want. Yes! I'll, uh, I'll go along in the ice cream truck. Alright, so you show up to the um, El Rancho Del Taco. Okay, we're... Remember, we have all learned that uh, we go in at least teams of two and maybe three on any field assignment. Right. Well, how about this? Uh, you guys can stay close within, you know, responding distance, and I can go and make contact with these guys. I'll know if you just want to park, like, in the parking lot. Because if I ca start coming with somebody, he might start asking too many questions. I thought you already went in with uh, Holmes undercover once before. Yeah, kind of, sort of. I basically said that that guy was, uh, I was looking for him because he had some business with my sister, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, well, Good excuse to go in with a partner, at least. True. So, but here's my other question. What kind of, does anybody have any idea of a cover story for me? Or should I just uh, do what we always seem to do and make it up as we go along? What's your end result that you're looking to try to get? Basically, I'm trying to see if I can uh, get in and quote unquote get some work with them. You know, maybe I might have to do uh, a job or two for them. Do, you know, do whatever I need to to earn their trust. Your ex-wife track you down and uh, garnish your wages. Now you're short on cash and you need to make money quick or you're going to get tossed out by your landlord. Oh, no, they don't know me as an officer. I, last, when they saw me, I was plain clothes. Well, yeah, I know. 
your ex-wife tracked you down, garnished your wages for whatever job you've got. Now you need to make money quick. Do they know any way you can make money quick? Well, we shall see. I was going to approach him as just, you know, another just another uh, street scum type. And, uh, you know, because they, they saw me with my gun and everything like that, and I was blasting away at some ghouls. So they at least know, know I know how to handle myself. Yeah, but you need an excuse to get a, get work from them quick, don't you? Um, Shadowrunner. Always needing work. That's that's a, that's a bad idea. Eh. So you just want to tell them you're a Shadowrunner and see if they want to hire you? No, nah, I'd just say I'm just looking for work. You know, whatever, you know, they need, sounds I know like, my way around like the good. Sounds like you have your cover story then. All right, works for me. All right, now here's the question. Want to send someone in with me to uh, be my associate who wants to come with? Well, I want to cover your back, but I don't like the Shadowrunner angle. Well, it's kind of a vague-ish thing when it comes to, you know, the whole Shadowrunning thing. People make the wrong kind of assumptions. Not my problem, as long as I do the work for them. It'll get me inside, they can think I'm the president of the CAS for all I care. Just um yeah, I'm 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 not good thinking on my feet and uh whipping up stories like that. Simpler the lie the better. You're just looking for money. Exactly. Need work. Okay, I could do that. Exactly. Oh you need all the talking, that's fine with me too. Alright. But uh what should I call you? Obviously I gotta call you Nina. I don't give a crap, call me June. Alright, hey June. Hey you This is going to be awkward. <laughs> No what, what time are you going to be heading over there? Let's make it lunch hour. And what do I call you anyway? Well, I told them in the street that, you know, they call me Big D, but I'll just say, eh, I said Big D before, but trying to make another name for myself, so uh, just call me Six Gun. Alrighty. And I can just call you June. Just June. Just June. Just June. Alright, so you heading over there. Uh, it's really, really busy. Uh, looks like a popular place. Okay, Cliff, before I go, I'm just, I'm going to, uh, before I go, I'm going to kind of change my appearance just slightly, you know, not going to, I'm assuming we'll have a little, we'll have a little bit of time before we do this, so kind of grow the facial hair out, change the hairstyle a little bit. I do have the disguise skill, you know, just something so that they, you know, so I can alter my appearance just slightly. Okay, guys, do remember that Taco has... Uh, some kind of mage or adept guy or something with him. So that will, uh, he may be able to see through disguises or something. And I don't know, I'm asking. Well, that's, this is a physical disguise, you know, nothing, nothing fancy. Like I said, a little bit of facial hair, change the hairstyle, you know, that type of stuff. You know, the mage would be able to assess like my aura and stuff like that. And I can't hide, do nothing about that anyway. Alright, uh, just give me a disguise roll. Okay. It's just basically, to, I just want to obscure my look, so if, like, when I take it off, and if they, like, happen to, maybe I run into them in a more professional way, they'd be less likely to recognize me. That's what I'm shooting for. Okay. And it looks like I got four. Alright. So again, the uh, El Rancho Del Taco is a really hopping place around lunch hour. They have an all-you-can-eat taco buffet. Seem to be pretty popular with people around here. So stereotypical. Yeah, everything about this taco joint screams stereotypical Tex-Mex. Yummy. Alrighty. So, uh, I'm gonna go in, 
I'm not going to carry my Ruger with me. That screams Lone Star. So I'm going to take my um, off-duty secondary sidearm, which is a Colt Agent Special. And, uh, yeah, I think that will be it for now. I'm not going to worry about the uh, other shotgun. Um, street clothes, you know, regular armor jacket. Just basically look like uh, someone who works the streets. All right. How about you, Nina? Yeah. Um, just uh, street clothes. Um, I, I'm going to take my Ruger, but it's going to be tucked well away under a coat. So, obvious that I'm packing, but they don't have to know what it is. Okay. And the rest of you in the ice cream truck? I am. Sure, I'll be there. As am I. I do not actually want to go near the area. Oh, okay. I already had the spirit follow me, and so they, they made me. Right. So we're, you're going to stay back at the uh, the Brony? Yes, but I'm hooked up into the TACnet, and, uh, you know, I can always give my encouragement and support to the team. Gotcha. Hey, uh, Lieutenant, I got to, uh, I don't know if we can make this happen or not, but maybe to give some legitimacy to my story, maybe you could uh, talk to some of your <coughs> contacts, and if uh, anyone starts asking around, and they ask about a guy named uh, Six Gun, you know, maybe say, yeah, I know him, he's been, you know, he's new in town, but, you know, whatever. Just anything to kind of deflect from the fact that, you know, I'm a cop. Yeah, Six Guns, I've heard of him. He's definitely not a cop. <laughs> hey, that'll work! <laughs> Is it, would it be wrong of me to call the GM a smartass? <laughs> nope. Uh, that would probably be accurate, actually. Uh, Garrett, I think uh, that's kind of a deep cover thing. Uh, like my great-granddaddy said about some uh, performer back in the day, Groucho Marx. Couldn't hurt. All right, let's do this. All right, so you enter the bustling and busy El Rancho del Taco at the height of the lunch hour. It's hard to find a place to sit, but there, uh, there is some sort of bar-type seating at the bar, actually. You're able to uh, make room and have a seat and uh, get in line at the taco bar. All right. Quite a few people. Uh, looks like, uh, you know, low-level uh, wage slaves, mostly... Uh, Stopping in for their uh, during their lunch break to get a you know good cheap but good quality meal. You're probably in there for about five minutes before um, uh, there's a knock on the outside of the uh, the ice cream truck. Crap! We didn't park the ice cream truck right in front, did we? Don't look at me. I'm I don't know. Driving. I don't know. I, I I'm assuming like across the street or something. Or something. They want ice cream. Do we have ice cream on board this thing? By the way, you know the freezers uh, and stuff are there, so they should be full of ice cream, right? The door opens, you hand a, a bomb pop out. Get out of here, kid. Bomb uh, pop. Give me an edge test. The music isn't on. Okay. It's uh, off duty. <laughs> I got two hits on an edge test. There does happen to be uh, a small, like a few boxes of popsicles still left in, the, in, in there. Excellent. So I'll do the sliding glass uh, window on the side. Okay. Yeah, there's a young man, looks like in his mid 30s there, uh, standing in there. So a line of about. Oh, eight adults and uh, a good uh, half again that many kids, various ages from like what, we get to like four to twelve. Yeah, I'll take the uh, choco taco. Do we have choco tacos? Two of the bomb pops. Now you've got a couple left. Okay, I'll start selling all the stuff. All right. Oh, this makes my head hurt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, inside the El Rancho del Taco. What are you guys doing besides chowing down on all you can eat tacos and burritos? Yummy. So uh, as I grab my, I'll grab a couple to order some uh, food there. Uh, 
Paco around? Or the uh, his associate from the last time? Uh, who are you asking? Or are you just looking? Looking. You look around, uh, give me a perception test. Or again. You don't see either of them around. You do see uh, the, uh, the, the the fat dude sitting at his regular table. He's got a few tacos and a plate in front of him. And I'm guessing he's probably shoveling them down faster than a BTL can, can slot it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so the guys here, I'll send in the kind of mushies. All right, I'll uh, I'll kind of look over to Nina, give her you know look at her, kind of give her a quick hand signal, indicate over to you know Mr. Fat Man. And uh, Billy Joe, how are you deploying the Kanmushis, or where from? Uh, I'll look around, make sure it's sort of uh, clear, and then I'll send them out uh, through the trap door and the truck out the front, and then into the. Uh, up the side of the wall on the outside, and then they can go in the front lip, uh, the top uh, of the vestibule or threshold or the doorway, whatever you want to call it, and then kind of go spread out around the uh, restaurant. But one of them definitely has to be by uh, the big dude in the corner shoveling all the tacos down. Okay. Um, so first off, just give me four edge tests. Okay. Got an idea for next time. Maybe just have slip one of those. I like the inside of my coat. As soon as I sit down, I can just casually open it out, open it up, and uh, let them come out. That, uh, yeah. Hey, the first edge test, I got two hits. Just let me know if you got any critical glitches. Okay. Uh, three hits on the second, one hit on the third, one hit on the fourth. Okay. Yep, none of them are run over as they cross the road. Cool. And they go to sneak into the place, giving an infiltration autosoft roll for them. So pilot rating plus the autosoft, that should be, what, nine dice? Yes. And uh, do I get to add the rating of the RCC? No. That's only if I'm jumped into it, right? No, the rating of RCC has nothing to do with it. Okay. The rating of your control rig reduces the threshold for uh, any maneuvering test that you make. Okay. It doesn't apply to other skill tests. The rating right. of the RCC depend, determines how many programs it can run in the overall device rating or noise it can compensate. All right, gotcha. Uh, first one, I got two hits. Second one, I got three hits. No, just one test for the whole thing. Oh, okay. We'll just go with the first one. Okay, yep, nobody seems to notice them as they find their positions. Rolled six different perception tests, but only two dice each, because it's like a pretty severe minus to detect something that small. Good. None of them got two hits. So we'll start them all recording. All right. I'm going to head up to uh, the fat man. He's kind of casually saunter over. And uh, is he at kind of like a, a booth, a table? Or uh, He's got type. his own uh, booth, basically, uh, kind of near the uh, kitchen entrance. Why am I not surprised? All right. Nope. Sort of uh, casually It's one of those uh, sort of three-sided booths. He's more or less taken up uh, one side with his back against the wall. Nice. Okay. Like I said, I'll just so sort of saunter up and say, hey, Buenos dias there, chum. Is he taken? Give me an etiquette test. Three. He kind of looks up. I don't think I know you. No, probably don't. But uh, you might know some. But uh, you might know some friend of mine, Paco. Yeah, it's a common name around here. Well, last time I was here, he was a uh, one of the regulars. What is it you want? Oh, not much. Just uh, just want to relay a little message. Uh, roll your willpower plus logic. Don't. Uh, Edge. <laughs> 
And uh, just give me a perception test. And for the record, uh, six total. For the perception or the spell resistance test? Oh, you told me about the, uh, you told me the uh, willpower one first. That's one I did, so. Okay. Uh, I'll give the perception real fast. Three on the perception test. Okay. Yeah, um, as as you're talking to him, uh, the air around you seems to become heavy with a almost electrical current, and his features seem to, for a moment, take on a more feline uh, form. Uh, you're almost character. imagining whisper, uh, whiskers and uh, you know um, slitted cat-like eyes before the uh, vision suddenly fades. Well, out of character, goddamn cat shaman. In character, well. Well, I'm not lying. I do just want to leave him a message. So if he's trying to check whether or not I'm being truthful, I'm being 100% truthful. Okay. Well, yeah, you don't feel any different or anything. The sensation fades. Yeah, just want to Yeah, just uh, looking for Paco. Figure since uh, you seem to be a regular, I know he's a regular, and uh, you just seem to be the best chance I got to uh, pass along this message. Just uh, tell him that his uh, friend from a while back who is uh, the big ghoul hunter Call myself Big D at the time, but uh, but uh, you can call me Six Gun now. Just tell him that uh, I just might be uh, looking to take him up on his offer for some work. That's all. He sort of raises an eyebrow. Don't worry about it, man. He'll know. Right. He'll know what I'm talking about. If I see someone named Paco, then maybe I'll pass a message along. Yeah, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. And uh, as I take before I leave, I'll just kind of take my tray, set it down. And uh, walk away. As right. I'm walking out, I'm going to kind of uh, sub-vocalize and say, keep eyes on this guy. Let's see what he does. You should totally pinch one of his tacos. No, 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 no. That's if I want to piss him off. I want to make. I want to be nice to him for now. Oh, I should have okay. asked. Um, do either of you have any um, spells running? Nope. Okay. All right. So, yeah, he um, basically, shortly after um, uh, Officer Garrett leaves, he uh, takes out his comlink and dials up a number, actually pressing buttons on it. And of course I'm recording the sound of those buttons so I'll know exactly what number he's calling. And Sounds starts, like ice cream cup music. Starts, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, speaks some Spanish. Anybody also speaks Spanish? Yep. See. Yep. I've got the skill chip. Does anyone not speak Spanish? I don't, unless I've got my skill chip. Well, anybody with the chip can also just run it as a translation program for somebody, anybody else. Yeah, oh, cool. you're able to sort of pick it up from the the feed. I'm assuming it's being fed through the TACnet. Yes. Uh, he says, uh, Paco, so Gringo came in looking for you. Uh, said you offered him some work. What is going on with this? You have something else going on the side? Uh, something about a ghoul hunter named Big D. No, no, he seemed straightforward enough. Seemed to know what he was doing. But, uh... I sensed him. He is a significant amount of cyborg. I don't think he'll work out for our project. Yes, well, I, I would appreciate if you'd be more discreet about any uh, future offers you make to people. There's another one with him, though, and um, an adept. Um, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a, a Jose uh, put a tail on her. We might be able to draw her in for recruitment. So maybe you should call your friend back and. Uh, See what you can find out about them, and see if perhaps his friend is interested. Did seem particularly strong-willed. He resisted the mind probe spell with ease. I didn't want to try too uh, powerful of of one um, in the public, 
but uh yes, well time to get off your ass and get to work then. Hangs up. Hey, more tacos. Damn. I think we're on the right track, guys. Arriba, arriba. And aw, he took notice of Nina. Oh, jeez. Sounds like Nina might be going undercover. Yeah, and me with such awesome social skills. <laughs> yeah, when you guys are leaving the place, um, give me a perception test. Everybody? Uh, or just Nina and uh, Garrett? Just Nina and Garrett. Four hits. Same. Okay. Uh, you, you do happen to notice there's a couple of people hanging out sort of near the front in a booth who are... Looks like they hadn't really eaten much, despite there being a buffet and a busy busy room going on. They seem to be surreptitiously trying to keep an eye on you. Are they actively following us, or are they just watching us leave? They just watch you leave. With the image link, click, click. I do my best to act like I'm ignoring them. Okay. You head out of the place. About this time, you've sold out of uh, what few popsicles and ice cream treats you have, and there's still about a half a dozen kids who want more. Oh man. They're starting to cry and whine oh, and wail. Oh, man, that's a drag. You big meanie? <laughs> Wait, how can you be out of ice cream? You have a whole truck. I'll be speaking in Spanish. Hey, it says in the first place I stopped. Look how late in the day it is. I'll be back. I'll have more ice cream. <laughs> yep, so you, you pull away with the chorus of wails behind you. Way to go, brother. Making uh, making kids cry now? So, uh, Nina, it's a gift. Cold. Nina and um, uh, Officer Garrett, you're getting in the ice cream truck? No. No, where are you guys going? I heard that bit about being tailed, so uh, yeah, I'm not getting on the ice cream truck. I don't know, walking towards the city metro, I guess. Okay. Uh, Garrett, you with her? Yep. Sorry about that. Every so often I forget I have to key up. (laughs) And I figure we can probably sub-vocalize... now what? If they're going to be tailing us, I don't have another place to be. Well, let's just see if they're actually tailing us first. And we'll yeah. just, uh, go from there. Then, Officer Garrett, your uh, comlink rings. Hey, look, it's Paco calling you. How about that? How did he Hola, get Paco! Hola. <laughs> wow, Hola. that was fast. Yes, uh, here you go. Uh, uh, you're looking for me at the restaurant. Yeah, you're usually not out and about this time of day. I'm more of a night person. Oh, fair enough. Remember that for future reference there, amigo. Yeah, just uh, kind of... Yeah, I've been meaning to call you. Uh, uh, I got your message yesterday, but things have been things have been really busy. I can understand that. Things have been a little crazy around here for sure, but that's kind of the reason I'm calling you. I've kind of uh, got a little bit of lull in my uh, personal schedule, and I uh, remember our last uh, conversation together and thought uh, you might be able to help me to fill it up a bit again. Yes, well, um... Well, a person that I work with who organizes things, um, well, he, um, he let me know that you, you probably wouldn't work out for what we do. Oh, shoot, partners? You ain't got nothing for someone like me? I'm a, I'm gonna say, I'm a little hurt. You've, uh, polluted yourself. Oh, you letting a little thing like that get in their way? Well, shoot. What can I say? Not everybody can, uh, get the genetic lottery. Yes, well, uh, a friend of yours apparently had. If you could, uh... Oh, pass along some introductions. Um, I'm sure we could be willing to arrange a finder's fee if things work out. We'll take it off her pay, of course. <laughs> Price of doing business. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Give me about uh, ten minutes, and uh, let me discuss it with my associate here. And, uh, 
I'll give you a ring back. Okay. Nina, you're not going to believe this. You're going to love this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. With a big old drake eating grin on my face. Seems that I, I got done, you know, all dramatic like, oh, it seems that I got done polluted myself. <laughs> what would my mama ever think? But you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you, on the other hand, they seem to take a shine into you. I'm guessing that uh, whatever they're in on might have something to do with more of the uh, awakened persuasion. So, uh, so it looks like we might have to uh, switch the focus up on this one a little bit here. I'll uh, quick cover on the com like LT. You copy that? I'm listening to everything and seeing everything. All right then. And freaking tastic. Yeah, and next time, you know, there was. I want to remind you now. There was that time two weeks ago. When you were really sick, that you forgot to turn the tack neck off. Who said I forgot? <laughs> anyway, back to the matter at hand. He wants. Turns out Paco wants to meet uh, June here. So uh, I told him I call him back in about well about seven minutes now. So uh, how you want to handle this one, boss? You want me to try to make an introduction, set something up? That's up to Nina. Oh. Well, shit. Price of being popular. I'm standing there and, you know, look on my face. I'm acting like I'm, you know, considering an offer that was actually communicated to Six Gun here. And in the process, you know, looking back and forth down the sidewalk, do I see anybody that may look like they're paying a little too close attention to us? Uh, give me a perception test. Three hits. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, you do see, it looks like, uh, three different people with, um, looks like, uh, like, classic camo fatigues and really bright pink mohawks, uh, about a half a block away, and, uh, they're, they've been watching you guys for the last couple of minutes, and they're casually starting to stroll over this direction. Oh. I'll move up a little closer to, uh, Nina, so I can, so, uh, I can just sort of lean over and say, you got him. Those are, uh, my new employers, eh? Don't know. Let me uh, call Paco back and uh, see what he has to say. Meanwhile, I suggest uh, we be a little ready. Yep. I'm going to reach into my comm link to uh, fire off a text to everyone over the net. Oh, great. Looks like we got some interlopers. And I'm going to call Paco back. Tell him that uh, my associate, June, should be more than happy to uh, hear your uh, hear whatever business proposals you might have. All right, as yeah, just you... uh, have her drop, uh, drop by the restaurant at, uh, uh, just after the dinner rush. It's about 6.30. All right, and if uh, you don't mind, I'll, since she is a very good associate of mine, I'll just sort of tag along. If nothing else, you promise to find her speed. Understood. Yeah, Excellent. You're not welcome to come by, but uh, any of the deeper operations require someone with the commitment to keep themselves pure. Whatever. I'll see See you in about uh, see in a few hours, amigo. All right. You have a good one. Friggin' awakened racist bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's not racist. There's no race. You're the one who made the decision to pollute yourself. Purist. <laughs> How about bigot? Does that work for you? Sorry. I forgot. I'm a mercenary. My vocabulary ain't so good. Of course, <laughs> all the ones that you did encounter are human as well. Ish. I'm getting on the bus. It's easier okay. to see when you're being okay. tailed if you get on a bus. Yeah, it's still waiting for the bus and uh, the uh, three uh, uh, pink mohawks uh, uh, approach you. 
Oh, reaching into the coat, all casual like, and I'm um, a cult. Are they being pretty obvious about it? Oh, yeah. Can I help you? Yeah, I just couldn't help but notice you're standing around on our turf. God yeah, it's it. a bus stop. That's right, it's our bus stop. <laughs> Did you see in chat a little while ago, uh, Cliff, I mentioned that I'm launching the rotor drones? Okay, yeah, I see that. Typically, I don't see the chat. Um, sometimes I do, but okay. I don't have the, the auditory uh, uh, cues for those, because those get recorded if I have them on. Gotcha. Okay, well, they're there to back up uh, Nina and uh, Garrett. Kick the shit out of them, or Pam. That's what I was thinking. Let's try this the easy way, or if they want to do it the hard way, fine. So, uh, you a paying customer? Depends. How much is a toll? Well, you either buy something um, from us, or you pay us, say, oh, I think you could afford $50 million each. Oh, really? Yeah, let's try this the easy way first. Wash your partner. 50 yen doesn't sound like a bad toll price. Well, you agreed to that pretty quickly. Maybe we should raise it to 100 each. Oh, see, now you're just getting a little greedy. Now, let's... And we're starting to have... A, we're starting to develop a nice friendship here. Let's not ruin it with stupid posture. Mm. Nina's just got this little cocked smile on her face that just kind of slowly grows bigger as he mentions, uh, you know, maybe we need to raise this toll. Oh, it's a, it's a she, but yeah. Huh? Yeah, whatever. What are you smiling about? It's a nice day. So are we paying your toll? You taking our toll? If that's the way you want to do it. I got cred. You obviously want cred. We can go on our merry ways on this fine, beautiful day. Okay, then. 150 apiece. Can I shoot them now? Whoa, whoa, whoa. My uh, my fifty my, piece. Where'd that hundred come from? My hearing's a little uh screwy. Is yours? No, I, I distinctly heard fifty, and then miraculously, like out of nowhere, kind of like one of them. What 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 you call it? spell thingies? It just an extra one just sort of appeared right not right in front of that. That's what I thought too. Yeah, basically a. Uh, Firing off a quick uh, text to her. It's like, you know what? They're starting to piss me off. <laughs> well, yeah, I did say 50 apiece, but you gotta pay each of us. And there's three of us. Oh, ain't you clever. Oh, jeez. You know, that that's that's awesome. That's brilliant. You know, Cliff. That's, that's a wonderful... How should I say that? The, their negotiation skills are on par. They are entrepreneurs, to say the least. They are. <laughs> Cliff? I got yes. eight. I jumped into the left rotor drone and I got eight hits with the uh, Defiant CX Shocker. Oh, so you're, uh, how close are you flying down to him? Medium range. Which is like, what, 10 meters? Uh, six to 10 meters, yes. Yeah, we're okay. Kind of stolen, so, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, everybody make a perception test then. <laughs> Including those of us in the van? Uh, no. Uh, Just those, those two people who are talking to the gangers and then the gangers. Four hits. Four hits. Three. Yeah, all of you notice the drone as it's approaching, including the gangers. All right, I'm going to do something a little kind of on the goofy here. Uh, hey, yeah, you might want to uh, play along. Oh, frag, what the hell is that crap? Yeah, the yeah, gangers kind of like turn around. Oh, Drek! Holy, for- holy crap, they fell for it! <laughs> I run for cover. Yeah, the uh, gangers sort of like turn and, and head for cover and start drawing weapons. Billy Joe? Yes, sir? Nina? Get and Garrett are here. supposed to be undercover without alone, and they're being followed by our target. 
Uh, here's so you're idea. saying I should peel off? No. Fire a couple shots at us, too. Don't actually try to hit us, but, you yep. know, make it look good. I, I don't want to lose up. my drones. Take out all your childhood rage on me. Come on. Oh, well, maybe I'll <laughs> shoot Mina. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead and roll initiative. Anybody who, who wants to. This is awesome. All right, so gangers go on 15. I'm on 24. All right, and uh, between Billy Joe and Nina, who goes first? Who's got the higher edge? I got a three. I've got a four. There you go. All right, Billy Joe, what are you doing? Well, I already said I got eight hits. All right, so you fly up within medium range and take a shot at one of the gangers. I take a shot at one of the gangers, and then I move the drone so it's not a sitting duck and try and get cover for it. Okay. Let's see. So you have five net hits. Uh, what's the damage? Oh, let's see. Defiance CX Shocker is 9S, so 14S. Uh, yeah, that ganger is uh, twitching a bunch. Then uh, Nina? All right. Drone's shooting at them. Um, I am going to ready to uh, start a clinch with any of them that come near our direction. But for now, I just want to see what, what uh, our rigger is doing. All right, then uh, Garrett? Okay. Because I don't know who might be watching, this could very well be someone sending them in our direction to purposely test us. So, uh, hey, Billy Joe, don't take this the wrong way. I'm going to fire a couple shots with my Colt at the drone and try to make it look like I'm trying to avoid it, you know, stay out of its way. But I'm not actually going to hit it. Okay, so go ahead and take a shot with a uh, called shot penalty. Uh, I'm actually trying to screw up. <laughs> yeah, but you want to make it look good, too, so. All right. Basically, um, don't critically glitch. And if you actually get a number of hits, you get close without hitting. I got three. Okay, yep, you make it look good. Next is, um, there's a rotodrone in here? Yeah, it's the other rotodrone. Okay. Um, does it have orders to do something? Yes. It's got orders to shoot Nina. Well, okay. to shoot, shoot by her. Not actually hit her, but make it look like she's the target, not the three, uh, the three gangers. Okay, make a, um, roll, roll twice as many dice as the pilot rating of the drone. This is called a comprehension test to see if the drone understands the nuances of the orders it's been given. Okay, I got three hits. Okay, um, yep, it understands. It fires near Nina and misses. Actually, have it make a roll, targeting roll. By the way, Cliff, I'm also okay. going to kind of ham it up just a little bit, just in case. Basically say, you know, to yell something, there's a ragged ambush! Uh, would the uh, drone get its attack roll? Um, well, I'm not jumped into this one, so I'm looking to see what I would be rolling for it. Just the pilot rating, unless you have a targeting autosoft. Uh, I'm pretty sure they do have targeting autosofts. Yes. Well, hold on. They've got targeting, evasion, and maneuvering. Okay. They can be running just one program at a time on their own, unless you're running some of them on their on your deck. Hmm. I'm sure I've got it running on the deck, then. Okay. So it's nine dice. So it's three hits to land by Nina, or to shoot by Nina. Okay, yeah, it makes it look pretty good. Looks like the drone's shooting at you, Nina. Track. You're convinced. <laughs> a little right. too then, convinced. Uh, Tony. Um, I pull up the image of that A thing, and I pipe it over to Billy Joe and said, can you make your drone display these markings? And then have it announce, like, uh, go Brentwood Hills Eastern Red Raiders. 
block 79. Is there a way to have that display on the drone? Do you have like electrochromic paint or ruthenium polymer coating or anything? <laughs> uh, not. Sure. Does that come standard or stock equipment? Uh, no, it's pretty expensive. They're add-ons, but they're cool. Any cool rigger yeah. would have those add-ons. <laughs> well, apparently I'm not cool. <laughs> well, we knew that. All right, then uh, the gangers go. You know, my bike has electrochromic paint. But you're the LT. That's so I can display the gang colors of whatever neighborhood I'm driving through. <laughs> right. Uh, yep, they each have uh, basically pull out these pistols that look kind of like smallish pistols, but with a really long clip that extends out the bottom, and uh, start firing bursts up at the drone, at the drones. So, let's see here. The drones might have speakers. Yep. Yes. Um, so, these two are actually going to be firing at the drone that hit their buddy. So go ahead and make uh, two defense tests um, at minus... One's at minus two, and one's at minus three. Uh, okay. But you get four extra dice because you took cover. Okie dokie. So the first one at minus two, I got one, two, three, four hits. And the next one at minus three, I got one, two, three, four, five hits. Yeah, so the first one fires. The bullets come kind of close, but then uh, they somehow manage to accidentally eject their clip. Oh, maybe we should have just shot them. <laughs> So how many hits do you get on the second one? Uh, five. Yeah, and you managed to uh, evade both of the uh, bursts of gunfire. Then the third ganger goes, and um, yeah, that ganger is, is twitching quite a bit, but um, she is definitely going to be shooting that drone as well. So make a third test with another minus one. Okay. Uh, one, two, three hits. All right, yeah, a couple of bullets kind of slide and ricochet off the outer chassis, but uh, no hits are solid. Okay. Uh, there went their one edge from their professional rating of one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here. All right, then I guess uh, back to Billy Joe. So I'm going to activate the speakers on the one drone and say something like, uh, You owe me money, you scrotch. You know you do. I'll be back when you don't have so many of your stupid ganger friends with you. And I'm pulling my drones out. All right. Give me a contest. And, uh, okay. We'll let, let Tony, uh, basically do a teamwork test for you because he was coaching you. Not quite the same thing that he said, but. So, Tony, you can do a leadership or a con to assist. And I'm going to edge this too because I've only got four dice. Do you have a con skill at all? No, that's why I've only got four dice. Oh. Default. Yeah, then you can't actually get any dice from a teamwork test. But your okay. limit's one higher. Wait a minute. What if you pipe the lieutenant through? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, because we all know the lieutenant can uh, is pretty good at lying. No, you I... don't. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. Call an educated guess. <laughs> okay, so we'll have uh, the LT make this roll for us, piping him through. All right, so let's wait till his turn. Uh, Nina, are you doing anything on 14? Going to take out one of your brother's drones? No. You can tell Not which today. one he's directly jumped into, so, you know. You drop the other one without hurting him. Actually, I want to uh, fire wildly into the sky, but I'd rather the uh, gangers not see what gun I'm using. I didn't intend to take this thing out, but it doesn't make sense to just sit here. Um, so can I do some sort of sneaking to, you know, like move from a crouch down onto my ass or something so my gun isn't actually visible from behind this, you know, bus stop overhang or something? If you're thinking about pulling the Ruger Thunderbolt, um, 
it's very distinctive in its sound as well uh, as its appearance. All right. It's one of the reasons why it's a cop gun, because, you know, cops hear that gun being fired, they know something's up with other cops. Or All right. Well, never mind. I will just uh, do my best to cower. Okay. Uh, Garrett? Okay, so how many of the gangers are down? Uh, none of them. One of them was twitching a bit, but still on her feet. All of them had basically turned and taken cover and are shooting at one of the drones. Try to take another shot at the drone, or should I take a, take a advantage of them and shoot at them? Well, make a call. you got a split second. Basically, run and gun. Just t- try to take off. Get out of the area. Make it look good. Try to disengage. Kind of look at Nina and say, Joe, let's go! And then take off like a bat out of hell on foot. Okay. So you start running away then? And then, uh, Tony, you get to make your speech. Also, just crank off a couple shots, like I said, to make it look good. Okay, um, just give me a, um, firearms test then. Four. Yep, you make it look good. You actually come really close to hitting that damn drone. I'll get you next time, Big D, when none of your buddies are around! (laughs) Give me a, uh, contest. Yeah, I only got seven hits. Is that all? Come on. Sounds pretty convincing. Only. That's when two out of three gangers continue to open up on the uh, the drone. So uh, make two more defense tests, uh, Billy Joe. Each at another cumulative minus one. Okay. First one, I got one, two, three, four, five hits. Second one, I got one, two, three, four, five, six hits. Yeah, easily dodge both of those bursts. And then it's up to you on third pass. I'm leaving. Okay. You hear the gangers hooting behind you. Yeah, that's right. You better run. Pig Mohawk's rule. Uh, Nina, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm running after uh, Six Gun. And uh, I got five hits on my running test, too. So I forget what that adds. Okay. Um, it adds, like, I think, 10 meters. So. Yes, you guys book it. <laughs> 38 meters. Yeah. You're trying to, like, hey, where'd they go? It was for the bullets now, too. <laughs> Oh, so many idiots, so little time. Oh, well, greater good, so I have to keep telling myself this is for the greater good of the operation. <laughs> I need another handgun. Wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Oh, damn, it's almost 11. We better uh, call it there and uh, plan an next Billy Joe, I got one thing to say to Billy Joe. Yes, sir. Now, if Maddie was still around, I'd let her chew your ass out. She's really good at this. But I'm going to tell you one thing from my experience from these undercover operations. The people undercover, you got to think, they're not cops anymore. They're like those rat dogs that you send down in the holes and go after the rats. And you really can't do anything or to help them or assist them in any way because you're going to end up killing them too. Now, when I was undercover, nobody helped me. I was there on my own. I knew no cop was going to help me. And that's just the way it is. And Nina accepted that. I know you saw your sister in trouble uh, and you wanted to go help her out. But you've got to pay attention to what the operation is. Otherwise, you could have you imperiled her with your action. You didn't help her. Now, uh, I'm not going to say anything about it. Uh, it's just you and me on this channel here, I think. Nobody else is listening, are they? Well, just pretend you didn't hear this. And, uh, didn't hear anything, just, boss. Yep. So you be careful, Billy Joe. Uh, hopefully she won't figure it out and get mad at you. Otherwise, I'd watch out. Maybe you should stay out of her way for a bit. So what you're saying is I should take that EX shocker and have it on me just in case she figures it out. 
And hell, I didn't know. I've never been undercover or been on an undercover op. This ain't part of the regular training. That's right. I did have to go with their special training. Huh. Maybe we should share some of that with you guys. Okay. Loading the drones back on the, uh, the rack and heading back out. But Billy Joe, I want you by my back all the time because I like your heart and how you're out there to help your sister. You're a good man. Aw, oh, gee, thanks, LT. <laughs> okay, uh, Anina, Garrett, you might still be being followed or whatever. You're going to have to either lose a tail uh, or you're going to have to find some place to sack out and get a whole new lifestyle all of a sudden. Yep. As the day goes on, you look around, you don't really see any signs of a tail. Uh, and give me a memory test. Well, I do remember that the LT had uh, spirit following him. Spirit following. Never mind, you can skip the memory test. <laughs> I don't have astral perception, so I wouldn't even know. As far as I'm concerned, uh, disheveled and look around. As far as I'm concerned, we can just, you know, hole up in a diner and look like we're, you know, concerned about where those uh, ganger punks are. Yeah, because we do have to eventually head back in a couple hours to uh, meet up with Paco. So. Right. In lieu of, uh, you know, heading back to an actual home sort of place. Yeah, we don't want to go far. You could always hang out at a coffin hotel. Yeah, that too. But a diner would work for our uh, disheveled companion to uh, randomly show up in. All right, so uh, Holmes, are you showing up then to check him out? Hello? Can anybody hear me? What was that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, are you doing anything, Holmes? I'm, uh, I'm assuming that I'm still in the back of the ice cream truck. Uh, there's really nothing I can do until uh, we move from here. Well, it's all good. We're just going to be here for a couple hours anyway. We're under the assumption that we're being followed regardless. So we'll just end up heading back to the uh, taco spot in a couple hours, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I wish a couple hours were uh, enough time to uh, get a rank and con. This is part of the fun. People uh, learning <laughs> how to do things that they don't normally do. <laughs> good times. Two dice. It'll be good. <laughs> Willpower of two for that inevitable mind probe. It'll be good times. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I got a decent logic, so we'll see. All right. Um, so I guess we'll call it there. Everybody gets three karma. Hooray! And um, as far as next time goes... Um, I guess schedule's pretty open. Next Saturday, I think, is our next actual play. Yep. Get together. I don't. Do we have a missions game scheduled yet for next yet. missions well, game? That one's scheduled. We should probably come up with a date if we want to. Okay. I've got a question. Uh, since it's been a month in between the last time and this time, we have a payday. Did we ever figure out what we get paid? Yeah. Yeah. I posted up on the thing. I think. Um, I'm trying to remember. Dice pool. Yeah. Whatever. Like your highest dice pool is that relates to your job. Not counting any bonuses for, like, Hot Sim or Smart Link or something, just straight up attribute plus skill, um, plus any, like, I don't know if you have things that permanently increase your attribute or whatever. Um, okay. So, figure out what that is. So, like, what is your highest dice pool? Uh, pilot Groundcraft, 15 dice. Okay. Was it times 500? I think so. I'm trying to remember. Where did I post it? Ooh, that reminds me, I need to pay my uh, monthly fees for the Lone Star Ritual Group. Yep, so that's your monthly take-home pay after taxes and other mandatory withholdings. And uh, Tony gets an extra thousand on top of that, because he's Tony. It's actually a thousand from each of you. 
That's what LT. LT shaking us down. <laughs> you know, I've been looking for weeks, and I haven't been able to find the paperwork to uh, assign the direct deposit for that over to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess Billy, your Billy Joe, your monthly pay is seventy five hundred million. Sexy. Now, of course, you have to pay for lifestyle out of that, but yeah, that, that's your, your actual take home pay. You know, after covering your taxes and insurance and all that stuff. Yeah, so it turns out I have to come up with some money each month to support my lifestyle. <laughs> Oops. Well, that's why I spent the whole month with the gangs. <laughs> Not quite enough to cover high lifestyle? No, it's just a little bit short. Damn. Oh, man, you need to get your side businesses going. Dude, yeah, what? I just made 240 million selling ice cream. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does this mean we're actually going to reopen the damn club? Looks like it. It's not like I know how to get a lot of hold of a lot of entertainment and drugs and alcohol and people to run the place. And I won't even have to pay any of them. And we didn't quite get to Thursday night where, where people are going to show up for the uh, for the Thursday night rodeo. Oh, good God. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying home. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Cliff, uh, during these two hours of time before we go meet at the uh, taco stand... I want to go get me an Aries Lightfire 70. Okay. Um, what's the availability on that? 3R. Uh, yeah, you can just buy that at a gun shop. That was the idea. And then at some point, I uh, want some ice cream, so I'm going to go head to the nearest available ice cream uh, truck. Wink, wink. <laughs> and, uh, They're out of ice cream. Tough shit. I'm going to drop <laughs> off my Warhawk in such a way that hopefully people don't see. And your Thunderbolt? Yeah, that thing. All right, and who's in the uh, the van? I am. Billy Joe. Okay, are any of you astrally perceiving? Um, sure, I have zero dice for that. You are I not astrally perceiving. I'm not asking if you can be, I'm asking if you are. Please remember Please that remember we that do we... know that these guys have awakened thingies. Yeah, on the way well, home, I'm going to stop by the uh, stuffer shack and try and buy more ice cream in bulk. Well, i got to drop this thing off. I'm not sure how to do that. Want me to roll some dice to see if I would remember to uh, ascend as she arrives? No, it's up to you whether you want to be perceiving when she arrives. I, I wouldn't be unless somebody had mentioned it. I would plan on not perceiving when she arrives so as not to uh, generate any kind of alert from a following spirit. Okay. All right. Okay. You're able to drop your gun off at the, uh, the ice cream truck. Uh, Hello? Yeah. Was this where we run into a thing like Nick knows a lot? <laughs> about magic. Uh, but Tony knows nothing. <laughs> I've got an arcana skill. Do I... Do any red alerts go off in my head at this concept of dropping this thing off here? As far as I'm concerned, like, my own personal knowledge is telling me that this spirit already knows that I'm not on the up and up because that's what my aura is reading because I don't hide things yeah. well. You know what give I mean? Me a, give me an arcana test. Two hits. Okay, so yeah, if you think you're being followed by a spirit, going anywhere near anyone who is magically active might potentially raise a red flag, especially if they're, like, if you go to, like, an ice cream truck, chances are there aren't going to be two, like, mages or shamans in the ice cream truck, unless it's a suspicious ice cream truck. Could be the magically special ice cream truck. <laughs> well, But it wouldn't I, be in this neighborhood. Alternately, I can also uh, drop it somewhere. Someone's going to have to come pick that baby up. 
You're pretty sure the spirit wouldn't have any idea what you're dropping, whether it's a gun or a toaster. Yeah, toss it in a garbage can and then someone yeah. else can yeah. pick it up. Alright, we'll do that. Okay, yeah, you do that. Right on. Alright, we'll call it there then. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Arcology Podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit.